recorded live. Okay, here we go. Yeah, Northwest Constant, you're going to have to mute that wind noise out in the background. I mean, I don't think you're doing it on purpose, but you're going to have to mute that. Is that you, Dad? Okay, that's, that's enough of that. Sorry, but... Okay, but to answer your question, I've been in a lot of pain for the last couple of days. They've gone oh. after my legs again, and um, it's a lot of pain, a lot of pain. Hard to walk. And I don't know what they're doing, but I think it's because I'm putting in um, security lights around my home, so they're going after me. Seems like when I when I take a step forward to protect myself, they they come get me for a while. But then well, I'm really away. sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, we gotta do. We gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, Linda. I mean, I could tell it like. For the last past couple of nights, there's something bothering you. I could hear it in your voice. Yeah, you brought you asked me the other night, I think, too. Yeah. Just getting tired you, of it. You know, same old, same old. Just gets yeah, you get all through it. Like it's real old. And, You're uh, tough. You get through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah. Welcome, new callers. Uh, actually. Alex, are you doing okay? Alex? Who, Alex? Yeah. Oh, in Romania? Yeah. No, not Romania. Our, uh, the one from, from the oh, West. Oh, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Alex, man, are you here? Maybe Why don't you talk, Sam, uh, good doctor? We, uh, You hardly ever talk on here. Why don't you talk, Sam? Um. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll talk a little bit, but I'm 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 laying in bed, and okay, I just yeah. let you guys um, lull me to sleep. But um, <laughs> is this I'll Matt? put my I'll put my five minutes yeah. in. Okay. Matt, is this you? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just okay. I just didn't know if it was Matt or not. I couldn't quite tell from your voice. That's all. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's Matthew. Yeah. Okay. So my updates are um I am recording I, I was invited to give a a video presentation. Um the Japanese um the biggest Japanese TI group is having their eleventh annual conference next month in Tokyo and Osaka. And um, because I've been sort of reaching out to them, they invited me to make a, um, a, a video, a video presentation. I wanted to go to the conference, but um, I can't really afford to do that right now. But so I'm writing my video message and I was going to film it on the, um, there's a, there's a thing called the uh, West Potomac Park, uh, right by the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, and um, they have cherry trees all over the place that are in bloom right now. And and the Japanese, uh, uh, Tokyo City Mayor gave those to DC back in 1912. Um, Yeah, and then I haven't really told anyone this, but um, about in November. 
I did an interview for the Travel Channel when it, and I talked about targeting. And the interview went really well. Um, but, um, and they produced the show, um, but they said it was going to air on TV in March and it, it hasn't aired. And I'm a, so I'm, I'm, I'm slightly worried that they might have canceled the show, but I'm, I'm trying to stay, I'm trying to stay optimistic. This interview was, I got to tell you the way the interview was conducted and how they treated me and how they, how they responded and it was it was brilliant. They were supportive, very supportive. And I, I don't know what they what they'll do in editing, but all I can say is that um they they met me the day before, the produ the, the, the director and his assistant, and then the next day they they rented a room um right by the Capitol the US Capitol. I live in, in D C and they um they filmed me for two hours. It was a six-person film crew, and it was just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant interaction. So I, I was like, uh, I was like, really thanking them. I said, "You guys have um, taken taken this topic seriously. I really appreciate that." And um, just waiting, just hoping that that comes out. You know, I'm I'm a little bit nervous because I work for the, I work as a contractor for the government right now. Um, I don't want my job to get affected, but. It, it's more important to speak out, and I and I use my real name. Ooh, good for you. I use my I real name. Yeah. Yeah, I said I said, um, and the guy was like, "Really, you want it?" I, I said, "I'm I'm using my real name because if if I'm going to go on television, I need to have as high credibility as possible. And what kind of credibility am I going to get if it's not even my real name?" Yeah, makes sense. So, um, and and the um. The, the director agreed with me. I said, you know, I probably can be more credible than some TIs for one reason, and that is I'm not currently targeted. It makes my story sound somehow it, – it's, it's sad, but it makes it sound somehow more credible because it just sounds incredible to kind of be interacting with people going, yeah, I'm being targeted, like, right now, you know, like – or not not right this second, but – in this time period, I'm, I'm I'm still being targeted. It sounds a little bit more fantastical, so it it's kind of a blessing that I can say, oh yeah, I was targeted over there and back then. You know, I um, it's sad that that's true, but it kind of it kind of um, it makes it a little bit more effective to talk to people about it. Well, you know, Matthew, um, you can always call the production company and just ask for the air date. And yeah. find out the status of the thing, and then you can always say, uh, "Gee, is it possible to have a clip of my uh, segment, or uh, you know, something like that? Or, or are you going to put it on YouTube? You know, with the new stuff available, they can spread this their shows around differently than you know, 20 years ago." Hi, Melinda. How are you? Fine. I'm I'm doing okay. But anyway, uh, you should always chase your clips. <laughs> Oh, thanks for thanks for that advice. I'm I'm gonna be in touch with them soon. But honestly, um, ever since they filmed that, we've we've had um, several interactions, and it's been I I just have such a good feeling about it because the interaction has been so so professional at all stages, and um, and they um, they 
had me sign a release, of course, because I gave them mm-hmm. some evidence that they used. And then they asked me for another release because they said they added another scene where the, um, where the host was flipping through my 500-page uh, report. And I was like, oh. and they said, we need, we need you to sign a, a release because we, we have him flipping through your report. I was like, sure, no problem. And then, um, and then there was a little clip on a phone because I, sh- I showed them that evidence of that, of that waveguide beam mark that was burned onto my window. And then um, on the phone, I showed a little um, example of what a, what a ring resonator waveguide looks like. It, it's, um, I showed them a patent of what a ring resonator, it matched that 30 centimeter um, beam mark that was burned onto my window. And um, that was, that, that's why they chose me because I have, I have some like very visual stuff to show. It's, it's really hard to show targeting. So fortunately I had that yeah. something to show. And then um, yeah. they said, they said, well, they contacted me most recently just about three weeks ago. And they said, they said, you know, we, we've completely finished um, editing the piece and we still need to, uh, we need to get a release for this, for this thing that you showed on your phone. And I said, well, that was from Boy, that's strange. I said, that's from a patent. I thought patents were, were public domain. So I apologize. And they go, well, we, we need to track down who owns that patent. And um, that patent was uh, funded by the U.S. Air Force. And um, the, the original inventor is a high-level physicist at um, MIT. And I looked it all up. And then I said, I said, well, you know, this might be kind of sensitive contacting them. And I, I really thought that the patents were public domain. And, um, and then I, I wrote an email. I said, okay, this is what I would say to a high-level physicist. I, I'm a scientist, too. I kind of know how to speak to other scientists. But, I mean, um, physics, physics, a full professor at MIT in physics, this guy has 100 patents. And um, he's, 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 like, top of the heap. And... Um, I, I drafted this email, and then, and then the, the owner of this film company, Icon, by the way, the film company is Icon Film, and he goes, I said, I said, you just give me the green light, I'll write to this, this um, inventor. And I, by the way, I don't think his invention had, I don't think his invention necessarily has anything to do with my targeting. I just showed it as an example. And then, and then the, the owner said, oh, um, Oh, don't worry, Matthew. We we gave him a phone call this morning, and he said he said it's no problem to show his his patent figure. And I was like, that's amazing. That's amazing news because he's actually one of the few people that could look at that evidence that I have and just say straight off, you know, without any hesitation. Oh my God, someone beamed that guy with with a microwave, you know, like he's so. It looks like. Everything has the green light. The only thing I'm worried about is that um, my testimony and my story was so credible that it might actually scare the film company a little bit because the it takes their show is normally in like um, in like the zone of like legend, like searching for the origins of legend. The show is called Legend Hunter, and it might take that because I gave such a compelling and credible thing about this topic that no one knows about I worry that it, it, it was almost too realistic and and then for our for our issue to be realistic you know the reason people don't want to believe us is because as soon as they they acknowledge the the reality of our issue it 
basically says, you know, the world has a major problem on its hands. You know, like yeah. this is a and they get so, scared, right? So I, I just I hope they didn't I hope they didn't pull it, but um, you know they've already invested quite a lot of money because they've done, you know, they rented a room, they've rented a suite just just to film me, and and then it was a two day interaction, and they've done all the post filming editing. I mean that's 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 many many thousands of dollars they've invested in this. So mm-hmm. um, I hope they use it. I mean I, I'm I'm only nervous about uh, I, I'm I'm going to be in a one hour episode, and I have no control over who else is in that episode and what what the story is. I, I mean I had that, full yeah. control over over my interview because they interviewed me w- without anyone else, and they got two hours of footage. But I of course have no control over what they do with that footage. That is that is correct. But anyway, uh just, you know, try to get a copy of it if you can and and hopefully you know, it's not pulled. I mean, if somebody in the government hears about it and sees it and gets scared, they could pull it. You know, be prepared for something like that. Cuz that right. can happen. Right. You do got try to get a copy of it if you can. Okay. Cuz we really need to start getting some uh not not this like lame hatchet job coverage but we you know we really start uh, need to start getting some some credible coverage and that that could really um kind of like uh give us a little amp or a booster charge to our to our movement i think yeah also you you know i don't know if you mentioned this to them but there have been other shows like the the vice um show with three ti's taking place in england you know there was it has been covered, but you can tell them from a totally different point of view. Well, that was actually my, my when I when I first started interacting with them, I said I I was in discussions with them even before they did it. I said, look, I said, you know, you have to understand that um, you. I, I hope that you can acknowledge the possibility that you're actually going to be talking to actual torture victims. This is before I knew they wanted to film me, and I said. I said, you know, I, I strongly encourage you to take a different look at this than, than the, like, questionable, like, mental health angle because that angle has already been taken again and again, and this issue is only just getting bigger and bigger. And if you take, if you take um, the, more, the more sensitive and intelligent approach to this, you, you, you will have a story that no one else has quite done yet, and that could be very good for your ratings. I, I kind of... I was trying to sell them on that, but um, yeah. the way the interview went is the, even the guy who was interviewing me, the, the, the Pat Spain, his name is Pat Spain, and he's um, he's uh, he's the host of the show. He's not he's not that he's not that big. I think he's only done one pilot so far, but um, you know he he's a biologist. I'm a biologist. I was talking to him about being doing work in Africa, but, and we were really hitting it off. And then um, and then. Uh, the, on film, at the very end of the thing, I showed him the evidence and I showed him the the waveguide, and he goes and and on film the the way he he portrayed it was he goes he goes wow that really looks like a waveguide I mean and so if they put that part in there that's a a very different way than going um, he never once asked me for example did you ever think that you might be mentally ill you know or did you ever seek help from a psychiatrist he never asked me. Those questions never came up ever. Mm-hmm. So, um, is the show on the air yet, or is it it just pilot a new show, or or how, what's the status? 
They've only done, as far as I can tell, they've only done one episode that has aired on on the Travel Channel. And what? Uh-huh. And when they and when they were filming me, they were filming um, like an entire season of of episodes. Oh, I see. I see. And and then and and so they. I I think one of the, the it, optimistically, I think the delay might just be that they're trying to get enough reels or enough episodes so that when they roll it out. Um, you know that they can roll out an entire season of scheduled episodes rather than yeah rather than just piecemeal. Yeah, usually they shoot six, you know, before airtime, and then they have six in the can. So it is a it is a security, as you say. Yeah. So fingers crossed on that. Yeah. Um, good luck. Yeah. All right. That's all I've got right now. So I got the Japanese thing and. Uh, um, I'm hoping another TI conference gets scheduled. I'm a little bit bummed that we. I, I felt like we really needed to keep doing TI conferences every year, to keep that momentum going. I hope someone steps up to the plate for that. Well, don't jump all in at once, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear about your 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 movie project there. That's awesome. Uh, that's the way I understand it. So, it, from what you said, I didn't I didn't catch some of it because there was static on my end. Uh, from what you're saying, uh, Matt, yeah, they are interviewing you about your story as far as targeting, right? For a movie, right? right? And they and they decided they decided to do that because I had. Because I had, um, I, I have, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it's on YouTube, but I have videographic evidence of basically a, the, the beam cross-section from, a, from a, a, a very, fairly large directed energy weapon, which, which I saw during the attack, and it left a very characteristic, actually it did two, beam cross-sections that were like electrically, um, uh, imprinted onto the glass. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I remember you, you telling about that. That is very interesting. And so what they did was they rented a room that was similar to my apartment up in Vancouver, and I and I told the story. I told the whole story. I said there was, you know, I, and we were looking out the window together. It was right, right. Um, it was right across from Union Station in Washington D.C. and um, I was taking them through the whole story, and uh, and then of course they also asked me about um, they also asked me about uh, electronic harassment, and they asked me more generally. They said, "Can you tell us what electronic harassment is? Can you tell us what a targeted individual is? All, all that." And I was I was telling, so I was I was giving my story, but I was also speaking on behalf of the of the larger issue. Right. And then um, I, I really hope they I really hope they they leave this part in there because at the end. At the end, I got really intense, and the and the cameraman swung around and did a and did a face on, and um, actually I was speaking to the host, so I wasn't looking into the camera, but the cameraman swung around and, and was right behind the host's head, and doing almost a almost a face on, but I was I was trying really hard not to look in the camera. I think I think my eyes flicked flicked over there a couple of times because I'm a novice, but um, so I I looked into the camera like for a split second, um, but um. That that's what, at the very end because it was getting really intense and I was going I was going even as we speak right now thousands of people are being tortured by directed energy weapons 
all over the country. And they, it was, so I, if that part gets left in there, it was, it was, it was really intense. And then afterwards, the, the host was like, like, wow, the one thing I can't get is, is why. The one thing I can't get, this wasn't on, on film. He was, he was going, he was going, why, uh, why, why are they doing this? And I said, I said, um, I said, I can't, that's a hard question to answer. But I said, right. I said, you have a, you just have a newborn daughter. I said, you should definitely be interested in this issue because this, this is an issue that, that is going to be around for your daughter. And, um, and then I was telling the film crew, I said to the director, I said, I said, um, you guys did a great job. This is, this is a great approach to this issue. And I said, I said, there's going to be an Emmy award in this for you. <laughs> I said, I said, first time ever coverage of this issue in a, in a positive light. I said, I, I see Emmy award for this, but that, that was, you know, they all, the whole film crew laughed. They, they all, um, they all liked me. They, they, they were like, uh, you know, um, I'm not sure they believed me, but you know, it, I, I didn't say, well, so did you believe me? I didn't ask them that, but, um, they, they were, you know, totally respectful, respectful to me. Well, I'm sure they did. I mean, with you, you know, you being a PhD and your credentials and all. I mean, it, that's great. We need more people like that in the community. It lends credibility. Uh, yeah, you know, you, like I, I've I've met I've met people with with genuine delusional and schizophrenia. I've met them, and the, even the way that they act and the way that they speak is so disjointed and it, it, it's like a, it's like almost mentally, it's almost like cognitively handicapped. I'm not almost, it, it is cognitively right. handicapped. And so, you know, the, the people that we sp speak to in this community with, okay, every once in a while, there are some exceptions, but um, you know, it, it's, it's not the same world at all. It's just, it's just ridiculous that um, the knee-jerk reaction is delusion. If, if we just keep speaking up as as professionally as we can, eventually we'll just, you know, it, it, I mean, we just have to keep going, keep going, and try to keep the message as you got. You got to really like. Um, let's just put it this way. By the way, I'm in I'm in Washington D.C. I have told a lot of people about targeting who are not victims of this, and of course, a lot of them are skeptical. But I've talked to people in the Justice Department, mid-level people. I've talked to the wife of a of someone who works for the Secret Service, and actually, there is a whole strategy in a way that I have been working on and perfecting to talk to people. And I, I, I probably have like a better than a 50% rate of people, uh, not necessarily like um, being able to relate to what I say, because the only way to re the only way to fully relate to what, what we say is to actually be a victim. You're never going to fully get it, but they at least um, acknowledge like that analogous technologies to what the military is developing have fallen into criminals' hands. Basically, that's kind of the, the approach I take. Right. And, um, and, and, you know, and they can see how sinister it is, you know, like the perfect weapon, the perfect weapon, you know? Well, when the, I agree, but when do they, when do they, uh, when do you expect this to be out to where we can see it as well? 
Oh, I'm, I'm, I, well, I'll do what Melinda, if a little bit more time passes, I will just, I will, I mean, I'm on, I'm on super good terms with this, with the film company. You know, it's been, it's been nothing but a, and I, I've, I've had um, email exchanges with, um, with, you know, three different senior level people at that film company now. Um, not, they, they've contacted me to ask for release forms. And the, the last time, the, the one guy just contacted me said, he said, I just want to know how, how to pronounce your name. And I thought that was kind of odd because I said, I, I said it on film. You, you can just watch the film. But um, anyway, uh, um, as soon as I find out, I will let you know. And if, if, okay. if, if yeah. a little bit more time goes by, I will, I will contact them to find out what the delay is. But I'm trying to be, I'm trying to take the um, approach of not being overly eager, you know, just like um, the, the relationship has just been so good so far. But I, I'm free to contact them all the time. And I will. That's great. Great to hear. Yeah. Thank you for doing that, too. I thank you from all of us. Yeah. It's well, well let, let, fingers crossed. That's, yeah. Because like, that that uh, here, here's one more story, and then I, and then I'm out. I'll just listen after that. But you know that that what, what do you call it? That um, Wired article. Right. The hit piece. I, yeah. I got I got a bad feeling from that um, from that journal that quote unquote journalist. Um, uh, but when she contacted me, she she actually for the she called me, and oh by the way, she's from Vancouver where I was targeted, and um, oh. yeah, and 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 I don't think she's a perp or anything. But w- during the interview, I said I said you know it would be um, unethical for me not to warn you about how how big this crime is in Vancouver, your hometown, and I said. Um, I said, you know, you 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 might want to be somewhat careful about how you, you know, how you approach this issue and and whatnot, and um, and she didn't she didn't I I think she was a little bit worried, but I I don't think she led on to that. But then uh, she, she actually recorded me. She made a she and I should have recorded her. Yeah. I, I I should have I should have uh, made a video of it too. But like we had a Skype conversation. For two hours, we had a Skype conversation, and um, um, and that's what she based her her um, interview on. But then she just cut off communication, and I didn't hear from her again. And there was something about her; she was completely lacking in empathy, or like there, she. It was like talking to uh, someone that was devoid of empathy, and I didn't get a good feeling of it. But in that interview, I even told her, I said, you, you can use my, my real name in the, in the piece. And then, um, and then when, when I saw the piece, when, when the piece came out, I was like, Oh, I'm glad she, I'm glad she didn't use my real name. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That was, that was was quite a low blow right there. That whole wired article. It was a a hit piece is what it was. Yeah, I know. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Fruckus? Hey, Marcus. Hey, Ryan. No, How's it going, buddy? Yeah, uh, it's going. I just got my drinky drink out and talking to Dr. Matt here. Uh, yeah, that, that the whole Wired magazine or that was that was a real low blow. All right. Yeah. Is that Dr. Uh, Matthew Aaron? It is indeed. Hey, Marcus. How are you? 
Hey, hey, I want to talk to you, man, for like the past two months, man. It's good to hear your voice. Oh, yeah, you too. Are you, up in, are you in Minnesota? Yep. How are you? I don't think we've ever talked before. I didn't know that before. was you. Uh, you're, you blend in so well, Matt, that I can't even tell it's you sometimes, man. But but i give you a warm handshake if you were here. Well, the, the cell phone in my hand is kind of warm, so I, I'm shaking the phone. <laughs> but you guys, uh, you guys carry on. It's past my bedtime. I need to... Hey, hey, Matthew. All right, thank you, Doc. Thank you. Thanks for letting us know about that. Looking okay. forward to seeing that. Matthew? Thank you. Yeah. I have a quick question. On the, yeah. When I asked you about um, yeah, about the why of it, did you ever get into in the interview uh, the idea of an arms race? Uh, I did not. Um, I basically so. I, I didn't get into that. I didn't. I think. I think. I, I honestly, in two hours, two hours of interviewing, I will say this: actually talking on these calls and making my own videos primed me for that interview. And I have to say, I, I don't know. I was possessed by some really good spirit that night because I spoke so cleanly. I didn't say um once, I, and everything that came out just was as if I had rehearsed it, even though we didn't rehearse anything. But usually the way I answer the why question is, um, is, and, and, and it, and it was, um, it relates to my, my targeting was much more of a, of a criminal group was targeting me. And, um, they, they targeted me because I saw what they were doing that I wasn't chosen as a target. I, I, um, I mean, I wasn't like, um, no one paid to have me targeted. I was targeted because the group that targets other people because I saw what they were doing. <laughs> In other words, they turned those weapons on me to get me to get me out of that area. Yeah. And um and so the way I usually explain it is this. Um by the way, that 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 group up in up in Canada, they are a property <sighs> management they do property management and real estate. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. so why would so property management and real estate in a in a in a dense city that has high end real estate and property management? The reason they target people is to do like forced evictions and stuff like that. Yeah, this, when people when people ask me why would you know why would anyone do this, I just believe it started with this arms race and it's been proliferated so much got down to the lowest levels of character, <laughs> you know. Well, the, the, um, the, the hard question to answer is uh. why Why do people, um, why? why? once they get on the target list, why do people get targeted for years? That, yeah. That's the harder question to answer. Why does it go on for years when, when there's no clear motive other than, other than why? Um, intuitive torture? Yeah. Um, you know, Dwight Mangum used to say that he was targeted for vengeance. And I think there's a lot of that. Where uh, right. the weapons are so uh, available that someone may just get ticked off at you for your, your, your true 
strange. Right. Those, those weapons are also those weapons are practically free to use once you have them too. Oh, I mean, the, the ammunition doesn't cost any money. Right. Right. Well, I hope it goes well. Let us let us know. Keep us keep us posted. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Thank you, you guys. I'll be listening. Um, I'm just gonna. Um, I'm going to put my head down and, and, and try to, you know, uh, keep my eyes closed until I fall transmitter. asleep. Have Dr. a good night. Dr. Matthew. Yes. Are you, are you still targeted? Because I know on your videos you're saying you're not targeted anymore. No, I, I can't lie. I'm not targeted right now. Okay. Um, Can I just ask one question? I know you want to go to sleep. How do you get this hissing noise out of your ears? What noise? The, the tinnitus. Well, the the tini- If you have tinnitus in your ears, that means you're actively being beamed. Okay. So, right. Right. I think your only options are to try to shield yourself. Basements are good, and um, uh. To, from my scientific perspective, if the if you're hearing the tinnitus. It is because you are still getting the attack signals and the beams directed towards you. Yes. So uh, I don't know if that that doesn't really that's not a really great answer. I know, but um, it's not like um, you can't do anything to stop it if they're still doing it, other than trying to shield yourself or or running away from them if you think that's possible. Okay, I I I I. Ex- what you went through, I watched all your videos and your Unity um, conference. I got the same thing in my house. That When you said you had to dig something out of your, your walls and all yeah. that, I got, I'm experiencing all that, what you experienced in your Is house. Is that a rental apartment? Yes. Or, it's, uh, and, and guess what? I'm in the basement. Oh, yeah. Well, basement, if you own your own place, a basement is actually a good place to be, but rental apartments are are. Right, you don't have right. Um, I had to pay my landlord ten thousand dollars because because once once they pushed me to that level, I when when I said I ripped down the wall, I, I, I yeah, I still have the walls too. That's my I evidence. Know you t- I I heard your videos. I, 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 this is, this I is, hold on. This is rented, like like yours was. Mine's is rented also, and um. It's coming from upstairs, like mine's is this. It's an empty apartment over me. Yeah, right over me. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm experiencing well, the same exact thing you experienced, but the only thing I'm 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 trying to shield myself a lot too. But I wear magnets a lot. But what ha- what has helped? I noticed um, in the last few months. <laughs> I just started this a couple of weeks ago, turning all my power off. Yeah, I, I I was doing that too. Um, but does oh. that help? Does that help? They no. still they still microwave in my bed somehow. I don't know how, what frequency they going. Maybe from outside or wherever. But they still do it on my bed because I think she's trying now. Ryan and them. How, how, where do I sleep? Like where do I sleep? They um they uh, Frank told me to get rid of my mattress, but under my mattress is just a, a piece of wood. It's just a platform. Well, if you're in the basement, it's almost certainly coming from overhead. So, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get well, a waterbed and put a bunch of, like, get a, a waterbed and a big uh, lead blanket. 
Well, I just want to add something to what uh, Matt, Matthew was saying about yeah. the ringing in the tendonitis. That is, he's right, that is a direct result. The tendonitis in the ears is a direct result of the remote neural monitoring technology being placed upon victims. Yeah, it's the frequencies, the energy, et cetera, that's causing the ringing. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, um, I, I'm sorry you're in that situation. I, I'll i be thinking about you. It's, um, it's good to talk to you, um, and then we can chat again. Thank you. And I, I want to I see you. I know you was here in Boston. I'm in Boston. I want to oh. see you when you come back. All right. All right. That's, someone's got to schedule the next conference. I'll be back. I'll be at every conference. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it right till the end. I just started these calls three weeks ago. I didn't know nothing about these calls. I've been targeted for over since two, three yeah, years. Yeah, right. I heard I you on these calls out. like four months ago. Not me. Not me. I just started these calls three weeks ago with Frank. I just okay. I go on Frank's call so we can talk there sometime. So you guys have a good night. What's your name, by the way? My name is Paula. Paula. Oh, yeah, I've heard you on Frank's call. By the yeah. way, I listen on Frank's call all the time, but I usually don't say anything. I, I, I try to hold – I try to – sometimes I stay, like, in the in the back a little bit. But um, next time I hear you on there, I'll, I'll chat with you on there. How about that? Okay, good. I want to – I don't know if you can get my – I can get your email or something. Maybe you can get my information from Frank. Okay, well, yeah. Okay. I go on Frank's okay. call a, a couple times a week, so I'll see you on there. We can talk then. Okay, thank you, Doctor. Okay, have a good night. Good, good night, night, brother. Good night. Night, Matt. Night, Marcus. Night, Linda. Night, Ryan. Good night, Casper. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What time did what time did you start? I've been trying to get on your line. I don't know what it is. Did you start late or? Uh, about thirty eight minutes ago. Exactly thirty eight minutes. What it's showing on my panel aboard. Okay, okay. Because I I've been trying to get on at midnight, and oh, yeah. I couldn't get on. And then yeah. I tried again at twelve thirty, and I couldn't uh, get on. So. Derek, uh, he he's ending the call a little bit early tonight. Oh, he ended yeah, the call. Derek oh. had tonight. He had Richard uh, Lighthouse on there. He was talking about the Air Force and everything. I really enjoyed it. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't on Derek. I was on Lauren. I thought uh, La- Lauren had a panel or something. Well, uh, well, I was listening to both calls, so I was listening to Derek and Lauren. So I don't see. I don't. I, don't, I need to schedule everybody's because I. I'm. I'm confused. I got so many calls to do. <laughs> and yeah. I tried to get on somebody named Mike, Both but I could never get on his. Maybe I got the wrong number for Mike. Mike Mason? Yes. Well, I can get you the number. He's a friend of mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, because every time I think he starts at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and every time I try his, I can never get it. It, it. It never goes through. Well, he hasn't been doing calls here lately because his power's been out. But, uh, hey, Adam, man, you got you, your own speakerphone, brother. You're causing reverberation back into the line. Oh, wow. Reverberation. 
Reaper. We got the reaper basin going on and shit right now. Gosh darn it. Man, I hate to tell you, man, but you can't do a good southern accent. <laughs> well, can I just ask a question? You're going to have to try a little bit better if you're going to do that, boy. <laughs> yes, go ahead, Colin. Hey, Marcus. HC, is that you? We're just yeah. playing around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just Marcus. boys. We're like little boys playing around to, to blow off the steam. Well, the thing about it is, you know, there's so much doom and gloom on these calls. It's good to have a laugh sometime. There's so much torture and harassment and murder going on. So, yeah. Uh, well, the words that come out of your mouth. <sighs> yes, go, go ahead, H.C. Yeah, I will. Uh, uh, Marcus, getting a water bed, and he mentioned something else. What was the other thing? Some kind of blanket. Who are you talking about, Doctor? Oh, Marcus. Yeah, water Marcus bed. Water bed is what he said. Water yeah, bed water bed. Something else. And then, uh, you know, once you have a water bed, your your the bottom half of you is shielded, but then you still need to protect the top half of you. What you could do is a uh, uh, like. I don't know, like mylar sheets are really good, or Staticot, or Link, uh, Link Stat, like Neil Shabarisil's. You said some kind of blanket. But uh, as far as like going like to the extreme, if you could afford a waterbed, you could afford a Faraday cage. So I would probably first recommend a uh, Faraday cage for uh, direct energy weapon shielding as compared to uh, the first thing I told you about. Yeah, I, I think I, uh, I prefer going for the waterbed because, you know, that might cut down on uh, some of the targeting because, you know, if they if they were to cause it to, to leak all over the floor, that would, that would uh, the management would not like it and they would know I didn't do it. Are you getting in the middle of this thing, or are you really targeted? I'm targeted. Every minute of every day and every night. Adam, man, you Adam, man, you have to turn that speakerphone off. Or I'm gonna have to mute you, man. I don't want to. I want you to talk, but you have to turn that speakerphone off. You're causing chirping and reverberation back into the line. You may be asleep. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, well, um, you know, I, I, it's hard to be a TI. You could have the strongest family in the whole planet that are good people, and they'll still um, scrutinize and, and and turn the other cheek and not help. And so then exactly. you can also have the best base of doctors. You could have all these lawyers at hand, but it's it's a matter of volunteers. Who will volunteer to help? Okay, I just want to take a minute here to welcome some of these people to the call. Welcome Vermont, California, Northwest Indiana, Lauren, if that's you, uh, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Western Southern, looks like Virginia. 
Male, famous, Hollywood, uh, Adam, mm, Western North Carolina, Central California, Connecticut. Is that Connie? Is that you? What, West Washington State, Western Tennessee, Western Massachusetts, uh, non-member, Wisconsin, Dr. Aaron, Northwest New York. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on, guys. There's someone I used to hear on these calls all the time. She said she was an engineer. Did they murder her? I haven't heard her for a long time. I heard she was. Yeah, I heard she was an engineer. And she had a hundred other engineers with working, and uh, they were all engineering a way to save the world. Oh, gosh. Wow, don't everybody speak at once. Yeah, I heard, I heard, I noticed that Lauren got pretty tore up on her call tonight there. I think somebody, <laughs> I guess, I guess some of the guests made her mad or something. She's pretty fired up. Anybody else hear that? I didn't hear Neil or Frank speak, so I thought they were going to be speaking on their call. Yeah, I listened to uh, Derek's, so I, I wasn't able to listen to Lauren's, too. Yeah, hey, Patrick. Hey. Yeah, I was listening to both calls. I had them both. I had one of them going on my laptop and the other on my desktop. That I couldn't do. Really. <laughs> Have you got a laptop or a desktop? Both. Oh, okay, both. You got both also? Oh no, I'm saying I I wouldn't have been able to do that and and make sense because oh. of either one because I was trying to listen carefully to uh, Richard. That was a great show tonight. Derek had a great call. I told him he did. Well, I can do that. You know, I can I can listen to multiple streams. <laughs> I can actually listen to three or four streams at the same time and still absorb it. I'm a musician. Now that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did that with research, and but yep. actually, you know, when I multitask and I listen to, to you know, uh, from anywhere from two to four audio streams simultaneously, it actually uh, has kind of a hypnotic trance effect on me. And I think it's why is because what when when. Uh, when different sounds like that are layered and they're going simultaneously, different layers of sound, your brain is uh, working 24-7 to try to interpret and keep up with all of those sounds. So, in effect, it trains you away from right. the remote neural monitoring brain entrainment, and that becomes the external dominant stimulus. Dangerous. Uh, have they ever called you, um, like, one of those people that uh, they say are like a... Uh, a lethal weapon just from being in uh, around other people. Yeah, I'm not sure of what context you mean that in, Marcus. I just mean it like what I said. 
Yes, I am a musician, guest seven. Yeah, I don't understand what you mean, Marcus. I mean, a lethal weapon, like, he got, like, a bunch of karate belts, technically, um, or, you know, you took, like, martial arts, and you, you can kill someone, like, in well, about a split second. Well, I mean, perps might probably are spreading that type of disinformation and character assassination and slander around. But, yeah, I do know a little bit of karate. I mean, I've never been trained by mm -hmm. martial art, artists or anything, but I do know some karate. I know enough of it to hurt somebody. I'll put it to you that way. Because that's, that's one method of them targeting people like me, you know, uh, where we're, we're real strong. We We know how to fight. And they they put us down like a dangerous person because we know how to fight. And I wasn't even in the military. You know martial arts as well, Marcus. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I almost got an orange belt. Awesome. Well, I'm a self-trained musician and a self-trained martial artist, so it's kind. Of, martial arts is kind of natural to me as far as the moves and uh, working with katana blades and all of that. Yeah. I love that stuff. I've yeah. always loved it since I was a teenager. I still Ryan, do. Do you have a Do you have a brown belt? I don't have any belts, but I'm self-trained. You don't have a brown belt? No. I mean, well, I mean, again, I know enough. I could hurt somebody with it if I wanted to. <laughs> you know, floor sweeps and flying kicks and back kicks and all of that. Yeah, I know all of that. <laughs> hey, Marcus, we, we've talked about this before. The problem with you saying... You're a martial artist. Is you got your you got katas and gis completely mixed up, and then when you said you were a jazz pianist, you said you <laughs> jazz piano for seven years, and your favorite jazz pianist is Miles Davis, <laughs> who, who's who's just one of the best trumpet players of all time I mean and his genre would be jazz but he he only composed on the piano he never really played it I'll tell you what Patrick those, those jazz beats are some of the funnest to play on drums they're so off timing off cue they're so off timing you gotta be able to um, as they say in jazz you gotta be able to swing right yep it moves up tempo, moves all around, and you got to be able to swing with there's it. There's a there's a saying: it yeah. ain't don't it don't mean no thing if it ain't got that swing. Da 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 da. Yeah, but jazz is much much better than that, Marcus. <laughs> but see, Marcus, when you say things like that, I wonder what's going on. <laughs> well, thank you for asking, sir. I I I just appreciate jazz. There's a lot of great jazz musicians. Um, a lot of black people that created, and white people, and probably even Asian people um, that created a lot of jazz music. Yeah, it's our it's our American form of music. Jazz and soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, well, uh, well, you know, it, I'm I'm younger, like you guys, so I'm into the industrial rock and the, the, the heavy, hard music. That's my thing, industrial. <clears throat> Ever heard of uh, Einzer Zender Neubauten? <laughs> oh, no, but it sounds cool. It sounds German. It sounds like uh, Rammstein. Rammstein. Rammstein, Rammstein. It's it's German <laughs> industrial, and it's, it's uh, truthfully, I've never understood how anyone could actually say they enjoy listening to it because it's some of it is simply recorded industrial sounds like drills and saws and things all going at the same time. Um, well, if it's industrial, I like it already. So <laughs> if it sounds like Nine Inch Nails or Manson or anything like that, I like it already. I think they may have probably listened to some of their stuff, you know, like kind of an influence on some of the people you just mentioned. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I play, I play hand drums, but not, not, you know, so I got rhythm, but... Uh, oh, you mean like bongos? Bongos, congos, djembe. Yeah. Tablas, but I... But the tablas are the, like the pair of Indian drums and um, to learn them correctly, even to really play them for a lot of people from India who, who, you know, for for people that have been classically trained. Right. Each, each, like, each strike corresponds with like a different uh, word. It's really complicated. It's like an alphabet. Right. And um, so I I shouldn't really say that I, I, I play tablas, but it's kind of like I do play piano keyboards, but not well. And I play jazz trumpet, but but not either. I mean, not well enough to be stuck with it. Do you, can you play the guitar drums, a regular uh, acoustic drum set? Um, I can play a set, but not not well at all. It's I'm much better on uh, hand drums. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey, who's that? Kevin. Oh, hey Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Are you a musician also, Kevin? Huh. Are you, are you a musician also? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Okay. Well, Patrick, you know, I, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Um, I'm self-trained. I'm self-taught. I can play drums, guitar, bass, yeah. very little on keyboard. But I can tell you, I can take a regular acoustic drum set and make it sound like a drum machine. I'm very technical. People that, that describe my style of playing, it's very technical. It's very electronic sounding. Whoa. But as far as beats and playing, I know this is off topic, and we should stick to the topic. But I mean, it can't be all the time harassment, torture, murder 24-7. You know, we got to at least got to sway off sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I, but I'll tell you, as far as beats and music is drumming, uh, hip-hop beats are the funnest beats to play. But then again, I don't like hip-hop music. I don't like rap music. But 
as far as, as playing, they're the funnest to play. Well, Ryan, you've, you've found my Democratic side. Uh, I think <laughs> that we all can agree to, to music, but, you know, Republicans, it's, it's hard to find what they agree on. So, um, you know, they got their, their dark side to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, it, it, I tell you, so, tell you what, you know, especially those of you who've been remote neural monitored, you know, just listening to music is good to, for entrainment away from the remote neural monitoring entrainment. But just think, playing music, you know, actually keeping your mind occupied with actually playing, strumming, or hitting on the drums. That's a very, very good way to entrain away from the remote neural monitoring entrainment. Someone mentioned here in the chat where Kevin's been. Kevin, let's hear from him. Huh? Hello? Yeah, loud and clear. So, um, any progress on the whole targeted individual thing? Well, did you hear that? Oh, well, yeah, targeted with targeted things like targeted projects like targeted justice forming and those guys doing their thing. We need to get behind those guys and, and help them out and support them. They're doing great things. I mean, uh, especially people like Yaya, yeah, Arizona Yaya, Midge Mathis. She's a great person. She's sweet as can be, and we need to support them. Uh, you know, they're finally now coming out. They're one of Holy the us that has exposed the fact that the Air Force is heavily involved in this targeting. So more power to those guys. Power to them. You go. Go, targeted justice. Go. We should all support them. Wow. Don't everybody speak at once. Well, uh, we were watching um, uh, World War II. Um, not World War II. Um, we were watching um, Adolf Hitler's bodyguards, how he, how he was... Uh, he could have been killed 40, ah. t- 40 times. He could have been killed. That's uh, the whole uh, theme behind, like, a uh, 12-episode um, no. show about well, Adolf Hitler's bodyguards. No, well, the thing that you're talking about the SS is, yeah, yeah, they they were they were uh, his uh, personal bodyguards and they protected him. And the thing about it, you can say what you want about Hitler and the Nazis. Hitler was a warrior. That guy was a professional. Uh, he 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 escaped death. He evaded death like many 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 occasions. It's like he was. It's like he escaped death because he had a destiny to destiny to fulfill. So. You know, I mean, you can say what you say, but uh, he, the guy was a genius. I mean, he had a dark side, a very dark side. But uh, well, I found out Ryan that they, he also had the SA, oh, not yeah. just the SS. Stormtroopers, yeah. Oh yeah. You better believe. But do you yeah. think do you think the SS was from the Nazi emblem, the 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 symbol that the Navajo symbol? 
Oh, no, 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 no. That's nothing to do with the Indians, Marcus. That, that, that was ancient pagan symbols. That was pagan ruins, the swastika. But the swastika itself was actually an ancient mm -hmm. Chinese symbol. But Hitler adopted it with the, the NSDAP, and they um, they tilted it back counterclockwise. That's how he liked it. Hitler also designed the Olympics logo as well, the rings. He actually designed that as well. But as far as the yeah, I've heard that. I've I've heard that. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. But as far as the SS, you know, the 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 lightning bolts, those were actually ancient pagan ruins. The pagans used those, and Hitler and the Nazis were heavily involved. NSDAP, the German Workers Party. Most people don't even know what that means. That acronym means, but yeah, they were actually deeply involved. Not so much the SA, but the SS. Uh, the black ones, the the ones in black, uh, they were deeply involved in the occult, and they sent uh, Hitler, dispatched a bunch of his uh, army down there to the Tibet, mm -hmm. over in Tibet, to research the occult and stuff. Yeah, deeply involved in it, deeply. Where is Quebec? Uh, it's Tibet. You know, like the Tibetan monks, uh, all that. Yeah, I know where Tibet is. It's a high part of India, those great big mountains. Oh, I thought you meant like like the Indians, like whoa, 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 whoa. the Sioux or Apache. No, I said uh, Quebec, which uh -oh. is like Quebec, which is like Canada or the Middle East somewhere. Let's well, see, the SS was uh, uh, Adolf's personal bodyguard. It was... They started, he started with the S.A., and then he basically, he just said the hell with them, and, and that's when they, they had the uh, the Night of the Long Knives, and he actually discarded a bunch of the people that put him in power and it helped him. I mean, them people, the S.A., they didn't, they didn't mess around. I mean, those people would march, he would march the armies even before he, he, he became Chancellor of Germany. He would march the SA stormtroopers into town. They would knock your windows out and throw Molotov cocktails to people's windows and everything. Anybody that went against him and he felt was a threat, he would go in and he'd shut them well, down. He, well, Hitler's thing was he wanted to be an emperor, and he became an emperor, but they're, they only lasted like, like, you know, like 30 years or so. Well, he wanted that. What they wanted was a thousand-year Reich that would last for a thousand years—an empire. A Reich, yeah, right. That means in German, it's an empire. A Reich is an empire. <clears throat> but they try to establish that. So basically, but uh, the United States and uh, Canada and France um, and Britain um, defeated them before they could establish that over the over they wanted to establish over the world though it wasn't like before when it was one country it was like the, they want to establish over the whole world well i mean i you know marcus really there's a lot of you got to consider now i mean I, i'm not I, I don't i'm not saying that i'm a nazi sympathizer but I do understand, and I see that a lot of the Nazis were demonized. They they still are today. I mean, you see like uh, horror movies made with like Nazi zombies. They're the villain. They're the bad guys, and everything. We we've demonized the hell out of Nazi Germany. We really have. But the thing about it is, Hitler never wanted to go to war. If you listen to any of his speeches that's been translated out, he didn't want war. 
he didn't want it. But the problem was, we kept flying over and, and uh, dropping bees on his uh, infantry and stuff during during the night. And he even stated that he said, you know, I never wanted war, but the Americans and other they they fly over us and they drop bees like uh, cowards. And he used the word cowards too. So he said they want war, then they're going to get it. But what I think the Nazis are trying to do, I think they were trying to get rid of the uh, the so-called uh, Jewish Satanic Kabbalah. Uh, they were trying to uh, exterminate their seed because I think that Nazis and Hitler knew what uh, the, their plans for the New World Order and all of that was. I mean, well, but that's I'm, how I interpret it. Well, okay, but uh, let me just say one thing real quick about comparing about um, Jews and Germans. There's a book out there called Glamour. It's Uh from like the 1970s, and they said that the the Jews and the Germans were uh, similar in a lot of ways. Well, I'll tell you the book to read, and that's Mein Kampf. That's Hitler's own personal story. You need to read that. He actually makes a lot of sense in there. There's a female that was saying something. Come again. Hey, Ryan. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Have you yeah. forgot about Pearl Harbor? Oh. We didn't want to be. We didn't want to be in the war until then. And Churchill kept begging us to do something. So that's yeah. right. We invaded Poland and France and he invaded countries he should not have invaded. He was a maniac. Well, uh, Hitler, Hitler uh, very much, uh, took over Poland. He took over many countries, and um, and he, it, he, of course, he was fighting to get them. He was doing whatever he had to do to acquire them. Right. He was going to take over all of Europe, and um, so you know, uh, and we tried not to get in the war, but then. Pearl Harbor made us go into the war, but the, I mean, he was a maniac. He was, uh, I mean, he did the work experimentation on people. On He personally didn't. It was people that worked for him were doing uh, heinous experiments. Well, and, um, I'll tell you the why, though. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And, you know, not everyone's going to agree with me, but I see it in a much deeper level. I've did a lot of extensive research into that World War II and the Nazis and all that. The thing about it is, though, that the experiments uh, were carried out by Joseph Mengele, and that was not ordered by Adolf Alois Hitler. That was ordered by Heinrich Himmler. He was the crazy one, and so was uh, um, Mengele. Those guys were very sick people. They were criminals, and you know, I mean, people like Joseph Mengele, he would be, he would be cutting on somebody in an operation room, uh, you know, and he would like. He would he would sit there and listen to like sympathies and and he could cut somebody's finger off and it would like that that would that would please him. He was a true psychopath. Oh no, they never used anesthesia for a lot of these people. They did heinous things, sewing on arms on different parts of the bodies. I mean, oh yeah. It was yeah. it was just they would they would they would do just just I mean the most disgusting things. And then um, okay, so we we agree that they were sick. Okay, but I I believe that uh, Hitler knew of it. But then, um, then okay, he he marched them off and took them to the camps and and gassed them, worked them and gassed them and children and, and women. How how he it was genocide. <laughs> yeah, how, how can that be? You know, how can anything good come from that? 
Then again, though, where is the proof of that, though? I went to the Holocaust Museum in New York City, and yeah, there was but, proof of it. There were there were shoes, there were photos, there was more proof than you'd ever want to see. Yeah. But you know how they got to run psyops though, and the fool and trick people. The NDA now, the the NDA, the National Defense Authorization Act, Authorization Act, allows the media to create up false photos, false stories, false events with the media, and tell us the American people that they happened when they actually didn't. Okay, Brian, I mean, this has been I, I, no, for a long time. I agree, I agree that that our country have to convince people to go to war. So they, but this is the thing I wanted to say okay. is, is they, they, they had a whole campaign. Was it Goebbels and all that stuff? Oh, well, to, yeah, Joseph Goebbels. He was a propaganda minister chief. Exactly. Yeah. They, and he was the number one propaganda person and they, they put so much propaganda out there for the Germans to hate the Jews and, uh, and to do the genocide, and uh, and also and also handicapped people, um, you know, uh, right. sometimes well, very elderly. They killed all of them because they were a drain on the economy. You know, well, I don't I mean, know that they did because I wasn't there. I'm just going by what the American military told me. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> The American military told you that? Well, I mean, through propaganda, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, it's a matter of this. When 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 nations go to war, we always think we're right, and but then again, we always think we're right, and the other opposing forces are the adversary, are the bad guy. But yet they thought that we were the bad guy. They thought they were right, and we thought we were right. So you got well, all let me say propaganda. This one thing going back and forth, all of this disinformation, and then you don't know who to believe. I just look at it with common sense, you know. I, I look at it as I wasn't alive in 1935, 1930. I don't know what happened, but I'll tell you what, I, I'm i a thinker, and I like to analyze things on a deeper level. And, you know, who knows? But I just don't believe all all of that, you know, all the millions of people. I just don't believe it. Sorry, guys, it's just my opinion. I know, and you're entitled to it. And uh, right. but I and, I and but I totally believe that uh, that it you know that I'm right in my opinion because I saw and I also saw the uh, the the you know the you know the the history about that in the museum. It was just it, you couldn't get through there without with the dry eye. It was just the most mm-hmm. uh, Prussian blue, yeah, Prussian blue, yeah. Historians are, are like scientists in the sense that, that they get peer-reviewed. And so his, history and historians are subject to the review of other historians so from all over the world. And it's, it's pretty much a world consensus that, that, the, that the Holocaust, of course, did occur. The only real academic debate is how many millions of people were killed in the in the camps. Yeah, uh, most of the Holocaust. That's the thing. Came, came from uh, one guy, D- David Irving. Um, but his his history is not held up to 
I, I believe that TIs are being treated the way they, that Jews were being treated in the very beginning. And, I believe um, that the way the Stasi treated them. Yeah. Not Nazi. Well, I believe that if things don't, if we don't change things, it's it's going to get closer and closer. That's my view. And I, that's why we've got to change things. And I believe that it, it, whenever, it doesn't matter what class a person, it doesn't matter race, it doesn't matter anything. But when you take a certain class of people and say that they're uh, bad and then, then I mean, you're, they're just gonna basically it's uh, gonna be like genocide. But anyway. getting that way because the culture is getting that way now. It's yeah, free exactly. Men, white Christian men are being targeted now. If you don't know that, it doesn't take long. I agree. You know, they say back to the the whole World War Two thing. They say that the reason why that that uh, uh, the you know, well, okay, that's a, that's a different topic. I got two co- topics confused. So yeah, go ahead, guys. Well, Hitler was uh, master race. He was looking for this master race, and what he decided was the best was what he decided was the best. Everybody has their own opinion about that. But he thought it could create that. And that's why he tried to get rid of everybody he thought was lesser, like Jewish people, like African people. <laughs> well, just handicapped, like. mentally ill and handicapped they, were, they, were yeah. murdered. Yeah. And um, which, which means if you, if you have a false diagnosis or not, like some of the people in our group, they would be murdered. And... Um, I mean, it was just, you know, you know, it was really not a good time. Oh, it was very dark. The man was insane. He may have been brilliant as a, you know, military person, but he was definitely insane. I don't think he was insane. You know, it's just like people that said that uh, he had syphilis. No one knows that. And some people said he only had one test. I mean, who cares about that? But, I mean, but the thing about it was Hitler was manipulated. The Nazis were manipulated by these globalist criminals. And that's why he came to power. They used Hitler. They destroyed him. They used him as a, a vessel to try to seek world domination. And then they destroyed him with the United States military. The globalists are behind Nazi Germany. They're behind the war in Vietnam, uh, the globalist perps, et cetera. Yeah, they've been financing all of these wars, et cetera, the, finance, the Federal Reserve, all of it. So don't blame Hitler. Don't blame the Nazis. Blame the globalists for it. They're the one that put him in power and financed him. I think it's important that when we talk about genocides, Luda had mentioned this, and I agree with her, that we... We also include the larger genocides like USSR. I committed these to memory a long time ago in high school, and then in college, I would read historians from all over the world. Stalin's responsible. His death toll was about 40 to 65 million. Mao Zedong, China, about 
45 million to 80 million. Exactly. Um, exactly. With the, with, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go on that right now, but Chen K. Shek from China is like another 10 million. Harry Oto from Japan, 6 exactly. million. Yeah. Most Vladimir Lenin, yeah. 4 million. But, you know, so much of what was going on in Germany prior to actually the gassings and the the outright murder were a series of laws that were being put into place that made persecution of of Jews primarily uh, legal according to German law. And um, but it's interesting because a lot of the the experiments that went on in, in the concentration camps um, are, are are ones that are still going on. Like they were experimenting with early truth serums and um, scopolamine and and mescaline and right. doing all sorts of experiments that. Uh, we did continue in in uh, MK Ultra, but there was you know that like a Armenian genocide was more than a million people to possibly as many it's like three million people, and, and we never hear about that. But exactly, I mean, you think Hitler was bad? Look at how many people that uh, Mao Zedong murdered. He's been. <laughs> The largest mass murderer in whoa, history. Whoa, whoa, you guys, be quiet. It's getting, it's really loud right now. But the Nazis killed 27 million Russians, too. Nobody knows that, though. We're just going by what we were told by propaganda. I wasn't there. I didn't see anybody gassed. So how am I supposed to know if it's true or not? It's the same thing with these false flags and everything. They say... A lone, so-called lone wolf goes in and he massacres a bunch of people. How are we supposed to know if that's true or not? We can only know in time. Like, we learn more about history. This is crazy, but we learn more about events in history now as we get further away from them. And that sounds really odd, but now, especially with science and carbon dating and all sorts of uh, sciences, we learn more about the past and we can actually sort of perfect a lot of uh, history but it's subject to to peer review so in other words like I was saying like it's not just Americans it's it's historians all over the world that agree and have agreed upon certain general facts and then they made they made they made you know, they, they, not they may, they continue to be debated to to um, sort of like the act, like exact numbers of people. Um, so it's it's sort of like science in the sense that it's it's history's peer reviewed. So. Um, yeah, I see where you come from, Patrick. But the whole thing about the you know the Holocaust and all that, I, I mean. I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'm just not just going to uh, 
uh, blindly accept what I've been told by the you know propaganda elements of military and disinformationist, et cetera. I'm just not going to blindly accept that. I've done my own research, and I've came to my own conclusion. I think it's been blown widely out of proportion. I think that, that Germany was being manipulated by the globalists. I think America is being manipulated by I think I believe the entire planet is being manipulated by these people, these rich a so-called criminal elite, and that's another thing. We should stop calling these people uh, elite. There's, they're not elite. Uh, they're Zionists, and I would suggest yeah. that all of you. I would suggest that all of you um, see the movie of the Polish. Uh, he grew up. Uh, Roman Polanski, who lived through the Holocaust, he was you know, born and raised in Warsaw, Poland, and he did a film called The Pianist. It's an excellent depiction of what went on. I would suggest you all see that film based on the life of Spielman. I like that film a lot. Yeah, yeah. But you got a question, though, guys. And I, and I saw that film. I liked it, too. I liked it very much. You've got a question, though, guys. Just ask this question, though. And I'm not being anti-Jewish. I guess there's good people and bad Jewish people, you know? The bad ones are the corrupt, greedy ones that put up the Federal Reserve. The Federal friggin' Reserve is the reason why there's a rich and a poor in this country. It was designed by these Jewish globalist bankers yeah, to enslave humanity. And if you don't think that's true, then, boy, you've, your, your perception of reality is extremely skewed. Uh, or fine. It's, not, it's not all Jews. It's people right. from all over the world. It's exactly. Very... Yeah. But if there is a Jewish uh, cabal it's, element. It's that, that... Zionism. It's Zionism, and you don't have to be a, and you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. Sometimes they're, they're fake Jews, though. They're not even Jews. All Zionism means is Jerusalem. Jerusalem is Zion. If you read the Bible, mm-hmm. it's all about. That's where God mm. is going to establish his, his, his kingdom. Jerusalem and they're not real Jews. Jews. They're Kassarian Jews. They brought, they're not even about their lineage. They just broke off the customs. That's they're, they're, they're exterminating the worldwide white race right now. They've been doing it for a long time through the medical pharmaceutical industry. What do you think cancer is all about and all these diseases that are man-made? Well, look at it this way. Too. It's all about money. Exactly, Lauren. And then look at it this way. Do you not think, find it just a little bit funny and odd and kind of a clinky dink that uh, all these uh, directors in Hollywood, uh, most of them are Jewish, like Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, they and even at that, they're probably not real Jews, though. Remember, they're then fake Jews. Cause they're yeah. in, they, they took over the customs of the Israelites, even back in ancient times. They, they're frauds, actually. And the the, but, uh, but look, okay, but but by all accounts in this country, we'll call them that. But yes, that's all that runs Hollywood. And look at the nonsense they produce. Exactly. They well, that's the garbage. They're bunch of rapists and, and baby dumpers. Totally. We all should boycott all films because they are based on a bunch of of pedophilia, baby bumpers, and, and bullshit. Exactly. I wouldn't give them a dime for a movie ticket. Yeah. Listen, I want to say one last thing. The Jews totally control 
the um, the media. Six jurors. Yeah, they're everywhere. The music industry too. Most of them. Most of them believe that hard gangster rap. Most of those Jewish guys run those rappers, and they got still got to. They they go on concerts. They still got to bend over. Most of those guys are gay. You guys, it's all, most of them don't even, if you're like a real natural man or woman, you're not going to get any action in Hollywood. Everybody wants yeah. to, uh, something gross, okay? But I don't even want to discuss it. Yeah, well, yeah, another point of mine I wanted to make to you guys. I mean, look at the movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, okay? <laughs> the director of it is Jewish. The main star in it is Jewish, Harrison. yeah. Then yet the Nazis are the bad guys in that movie. You see the demonization that I'm talking. You see what I'm going with here, and I'm not being a Nazi sympathizer. I'm not being a Jew hater. I'm just looking at the facts. You know. So Ryan, the media is owned by six large conglomerates. Right. They're not actually Jewish. Excuse me. And those those six those six media companies are not all Jewish. Um, but they they do trace back to fifteen billionaires. But but also the, the media is not controlled by the Jews either. See, I mean, we, right. Some of it is controlled by the Jews, but the other half of it's controlled by the Air Force. Aren't my perpetrators? Believe it or not. Uh, the, um, yeah, the military. Everything is rogue now, and all it's all about money. They're farming us out, literally like animals. But it's 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 much bigger than just the Air Force. I mean, I, absolutely. It's, it's the DOD, and the DOD is run by the globe. Uh, what we call the globe. globalists. You could say globalists. I mean, yeah. you're elite. I mean, it it, it is a an incredibly minuscule percentage of humanity that is calling the shots. Right. Um, but I, I, I don't believe in in an ongoing Jewish conspiracy. Do, do I'm critical do? of I'm I'm critical of Israel at times. But if if you step back and look at things in hundred year chunks, for instance. It makes sense that the Jews, after being almost completely annihilated off the globe, are going to overcorrect. So I, I wish they would um, allow a two-state party. And so I'm critical of Israel at times, but it's really scary when when people are blaming these huge. These huge uh, forces within our society on the Jews because we we, we miss. I'm I'm worried that our country now looks like a failing Roman Empire, and, and they just right. reduced us to bread, you know, bread and circuses. Yeah, I agree, Lauren. You know, Patrick, the thing about it is, though, you know, I'm not saying that everything is a Jewish conspiracy. What I am saying is. That Jewish cabal threat is there, and it's the oh yeah, it's powerful. It, um, responsible. They own Hollywood. You're not going to get any work and yeah. stuff. Look, like you say, unless you make a lot of deals, and you got to do a lot of stuff. If you know what I mean, get down to get up there and watch the movies. You know, I just don't want to go because most of the time when I look at them, I, I I always get a vision they touch kids and shit. So I don't want to watch it. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, it, 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 I'm not saying that everything's right. And there's people out there. There's a there's a fairly large clique that that tries to blame everything for the Jews. And you know, I I don't believe everything is the Jews, but I think that they are part, responsible for a large part of of the wrongdoings on this planet, the Federal Reserves, et cetera. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, you know, and then sometimes you guys was blocking us from seeing clear with all of the media manipulation. They just want to have class struggle, gender struggle, race struggle. You know what I'm saying? Keeping us busy, you know, dividing conflict. That we can't see our real enemy. Exactly. Right. Lauren, you get it. That's why I like you. Yeah. Okay. Well, they didn't like me tonight on my call. They were awful to me. They were awful. Oh yeah, I seen what they were posting there in the chat room. What 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 were they saying though? I was trying to listen to yours and Derek simultaneously. I heard you go off. You got <laughs> fired up. No, oh, they made me really, yeah, lose it. Yeah. Right. What were they saying to you anyway? Um, they were um. Chatting amongst just really ugly, ugly shit as usual, and then and then the two people on the panel were flaking. <laughs> they were really unprepared, not prepared. Oh, and you know how I am. I'm really prepared. <laughs> no, no, no. And then and somebody didn't show up on the panel, but their woman did. I don't like no strange voice coming out. You know, I'm kind of miscontrolled. That made yeah. me feel like someone was stepping on my dick. You know, I didn't yeah. like that. <laughs> okay, you know I, I I put it tight and polished. I don't like no riffraff. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah, I see this strange voice, and I'm like, "Who are you?" I got prepared, and they're not prepared. They want to go. You know how most of them in this community want to spin off of their shit. Look, I'm running again, stepping on my dick. I'm running yeah. this shit. You producing what I want, exactly. not what you want. Yeah, exactly. And because it sounds all shit sounds all off and crazy, and we we had we had something some beautiful stuff to put together. So um, I'm gonna take a breather and a break. That's all. You can get on your nerves. We're attacked really bad. You're right. Moderators are attacked really, really bad. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. So true. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're trying to bring really, really truthful information. So it just has me. I want to go back and regroup and get my people together, and we might gonna you know step on off of where we need to go. Right. Well, well, I just want to throw one more thing in there about the the whole. the Jewish conspiracy and all that, you know, another, uh, another thing, guys, uh, you guys should look the video up of Mel Gibson. Now, Mel Gibson has came out and exposed this Jewish cabal too. He, he knows what's going on. So, yeah, I, I think he, I think that, in fact, I think he's targeted sometime after he did that passion in Christ. Remember they didn't really want him to do it. He made good. It was a good movie to make good money. They didn't want that. Exactly, but but look what look how he was targeted, Lauren. After he came out and he said that about the Jewish cabal that's you know that's got its hand in control of the world and everything. But they, but even his woman or girlfriend turned on him. Remember, he did, it was his voice on the phone with the N word. You're dressed like you want to get raped by a bunch of N word, you know? Oh, I didn't, really, know he said, I didn't know he said yeah, that. Yeah, that was his voice. But you know that you know they pushed that woman up on him. It, it's ugly. Yeah. Again, they're gonna divide us, right? Yep. Gender, oh, social yeah. economic. I never have and have not. 
I never knew he said that at all. That's uh, he shouldn't do that. But most likely they were manipulating him into you know uh, race baiting, et cetera. Yeah. 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 Now they can do they can say whatever they want, but the minute you say anything against them, all oh, anti-Semitic and stuff, they don't scared us that we right. we they don't scared that you know with, between that jazz and the PC, we're all we're all you know what America's become very frightened to speak truth. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No truth, just a bunch of lies, yeah, which I feel like is a bunch of noise. Exactly. Again, Lauren, that's why I like you. You get it. You get the truth about all this, the human trafficking, all of these. That's why I like yeah. you. you. Get it. Yeah. They're farming us out all like animals. We're all a piece of meat to them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Which I don't like. Um, I still was socialized that way that it's my body, so it's my choice, his problem, and no one's business. Yep. Yep. I agree. Yeah, wow, this is an interesting conversation tonight. These calls, yeah, this call keeps getting better and better and better, in my opinion. It's good. Maybe the T yeah. Maybe as the we're all on some type of Rubicon, we're waking up. Exactly, yeah. We're waking up. What's that song? Uh Imagine Dragons. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. Can't get no better. No guess seven. That's a that's a it's a, a difference a disagreement in opinions and uh, no you, the guess seven you, you totally have not been listening to a word I've said tonight. What I said flew right over your head. You don't listen. I tell you something. It goes in one ear and right out the other. Don't try to antagonize me, guess seven. Don't antagonize me. Don't tell me that I'm conflating issues because I'm not. I'm speaking from truth. Me too. I'm fighting dragons. Uh, yeah. Well, the perps are. They might as well be. Good night, guest seven. Well, good night. Yes, good night to you as well. Yeah, well, I mean, anytime, you know, anytime that NSDAP and Nazi Germany is mentioned or anybody, mouse the tongue, of course it's going to be controversial. Of course it's going to cause differences in opinion. And I respect everybody's opinion, you know, but everybody's opinion isn't true. You know, they're going to. Oh. They're doing the same, almost similar protocols that would happen in Nazi Germany. It's just that they think they can covertly keep us in an electronic dog pound and we die of their so-called natural causes so they don't have to have a bulldozer full of bodies that the world saw. Right. And I don't even know if that was real real bodies or not, but still, nobody, everybody got that picture, okay? You know, they don't want to make sure that doesn't happen again. So we'll stalk you quietly and, and keep hitting you with these weapons and shorten your life. And, oh, label you crazy, label you crazy, and then you die. <laughs> Basically it, yeah. <laughs> and, but we don't, we don't have to see the bulldozer of bodies, remember? We don't have to see the filthy striped pajamas, right? They don't want to see that. <laughs> well, That brought them down. 
They don't want to do that. They want to make sure they do something better than that. Yep. Well, you know, as I said, anytime any of these uh, histories mentioned, it's going to uh, it's going to be controversial, and everyone's not going to agree with each other. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> No, COINTELPRO is the game stalking surveillance. It's just got, again, high-tech technology. And then most prior civil rights groups are well-versed in COINTELPRO. In fact, before, a week before MLK died, he told Belafonte, I polar, what do you say, I've mobilized my people, led them, but I'm worried now that I'm leading them to a burning church. That's already cryptic. Whatever he was used for, he discovered something. He wasn't that dumb. He's killed a burning church. Would you go into a burning church? No, but I think it's a metaphor of he was something was not right. He was not a dumb man, but he was surrounded by perps, probably that he didn't see. Who's that? I'm okay until too late. Until too late. He had a Judas, definitely. Who who are you talking about, Lauren? MLK. Oh, okay. Okay. Because he's good friends with the actor Harry Belafonte. I've mobilized, I've led my people, but I'm newly to at this point now, I'm afraid I led them to a burning church. (sighs) Something still wasn't right. Well, I mean, you know, guess seven. I didn't mean, you know, I didn't mean to sound, you know, too hostile on your whatever, but I mean, you kind of second-guessing my statements and my opinions and the research I've done, et cetera, you know. I'm just stating it the way that I perceive it. So I look at, I, I, I studied birds and things are flying and there's dragons. I, I like dragons. You know, I used to collect uh, pewter dragons in every state of the United States that I could travel to. And then someone stole, all, all, like, all of them, actually. All of them are gone now. I had, like, 30 and they're all gone now and uh i've been burned a lot and uh i've been burned by by people that burn up people and uh or or things that burn up people and um sometimes dragons are the things that burn up people not people well yeah yeah i mean i i can see what you're saying i mean you're being cryptic and you're making re- you know you're using that dragon as a metaphor for these perps yeah i can understand that yeah but yeah to kind of bring it back up to us as lauren was doing yeah i have noticed that wikipedia has put more work into their their sit Entry. Oh, Zersetza, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Wikipedia mm-hmm. is putting more work into that, and I, and a lot of that mm-hmm. did come from, from the Nazis, but it... It's a fact. I think anyone who's being targeted by this... Um, well, they're, they're targeting even the, um, you know, Israelites in, uh, united in Christ or whatever. Um, the... I. I think it's Co- I think it's Zerzetsun slash COINTELPRO. They still, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some groups that are trying to, yeah. It's, yeah. I think a lot of people are targeted. They may not get what we all get, like, like not yet. I'll put it like that, not yet. But I think a lot of people are targeted in this country. 
Absolutely. And you know what? And when are they going to order the set of the perps? Hey, when do you think they're going to order the uniforms for the perps, the brown shirts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the, the, the other thing that we never talk about a lot is that you're mentioning one that I don't think we talk enough about is, is COINTELPRO. But no, what in my mind is I've almost never heard anyone talk about MH chaos, which was the CIA infiltration into the the anti war, into the the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what they they did do what well, well I know the um united um Israelites they keep stressing more on a spiritual factor that uh, they mobilized and woke up from sleep because they believe they're one of the twelve tribes of Israel, of course that's why I say they can call whatever they want to call themselves in Hollywood they're not really that there is some imposters going on it might be but nonetheless um COINTELPRO is still, or CIA, which you just mentioned, Patrick, they are still at that crap, still attacking, especially of color, any kind of organizations, religious, or they, remember they're trying to they're trying to put even the Israelites into like the Black Lives Matters that they're extremists. The guys look really nice in their purple and gold and stuff, you know. They have these really nice outfits on, you know what I'm saying? And they're basically uh, prophets, street preachers, but they are being followed. And they know on their channels, COINTELPRO is still going on. They did it in the 60s. They are doing it right now. Exactly. They are. And remember, divide and conquer. And remember, that means if you're straight, they're going to try to, you know, make the men grow breasts and the women, you know. I feel like you're stepping on my, you know. They make me feel like I have a pet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But making us all confused, making the kids confused. Let me tell you, uh, the whole planet is covered in sin. Let me tell you something about lust. Lust is nothing but lust guarantees a booty tragedy. Yeah, well, uh, okay. Nothing else going to come from good or bad but heartache. Well, you're absolutely right. What it is now, this forceful perpetrator criminal element is trying to get everyone at each other's throats, the blacks against whites. Yes, men against women, straight against gay, going to turn you try. You know, it's going to make us feel hungry for attention, for affection, or humanness. You can't reach out to anyone. Most of them got a nasty man or nasty woman's disease. Yeah. If they roll with Satan, they get herpes. Well, they're using the ancient military strategy of divide and conquer. You know, they, they create the, uh, not only divide and conquer, but what they do is they create the problem. And then offer you, the people, the solution to it. So they're playing all sides. These people are master manipulators. They're hiding behind you know, them. Yeah, exactly. Yes, they they're are. And these are globalist elites, which you just said, both you and Patrick are all for everything. And then they're going to keep stripping the wealth, just stripping us blind. Then the food shortages. Then it's going to be oh, wait, oh, yeah. culture. I'm exactly. so scared something's going to try to kill me with a machete or, you know, blah, 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 <laughs> or try to bend me yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah, really. Yeah. I'll kill myself before I do that. I'm no, scared don't say sometimes. That, don't say that. No, this call is recorded. Don't say that. The perpetrators can use that against you. Don't say that. I know you're just joking, but you would never do that. But, yeah. 
they're turning us into the point they're turning us against each other so we'll then eventually turn on ourselves. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Look how confused we feel. They're making us unsettled. Right. Lauren, you are an intellectual. And again, that's why I like you. You're a thinker, not a stinker. Yeah, that's why I like All right. Yes. That's why you have to pray also. You have to always stay prayed up because they are using us against each other. You have to stay prayed up, even though we're not going to do what you say, what you didn't mean to say, but you have to stay prayed up and help. It really helps. It does. It does. Because they are inching. Look how they're inching slowly but surely. They're using our kids to strip away the Second Amendment. Those same kids marching today, 10 years from now, they'll have their heads hanging in shame. I was a part of that. They're using them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You're exactly right. They are using us. They're using using all of us. All of us are just pawns on the board. We mean absolutely nothing to them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They they are using us and exploiting us. They're expen we're expendable to them. You know, they use us up and then they dis they discard us. They call it discard us. Yeah. Well they call it discarding people, you know. Being thrown from the freedom train, et cetera. Anyway, any other did done any uh research into MK Ultra and the monarch slavery, et cetera. Yeah, it's about beta sexual slavery, about using They do, yeah, they discard them. It's horrible. And then they brand them real quick. Who will, you know, what service they'll be. You know, some will be breeders, some, you know what I mean? They divide them up. Right. Yeah, they profile them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they psychoanalyze people and and they size people up and they look look at people and say, well, what what purpose can this uh, slave serve? Well, what can the slave over here on the East Coast serve? What can the slave on the the West Coast serve, et cetera? And then they use them up and discard them just like they did with John Holmes in the Batman shooter false flag. That guy, God bless his heart, man. I really feel sorry for that guy. He was under the – he was basically uh, involved in a a neural research, a remote neural monitoring neural research program, and under the care of a – U.S. Air Force female psychiatrist. So, yeah, and look what happened to him. I mean, they, they, they used that guy up. They ran the false flag. And then, it, you know, it, he, he's the patsy. He's the guilty one. The, and, and then he's sitting in court, so drugged out of his mind, they dressed him up so that he, he wouldn't even realize that they were setting him up. And they, they just sent him down the drain. Yeah, they used him up, and then they discarded him. That's the, discard him. Like, discard us like a rapper after we finish a McDonald's hamburger, you guys. Exactly. Okay. Just like a cow having its throat slit. Yeah, exactly. Just same thing. Exactly. And the perps that are after us, they're, they're going to discard them, too. They're actually, Absolutely. if you see the bigger picture, they're kind of worse than we are. I I think they are, actually. I agree. Yeah. You know, because actually they know just enough that makes them non-essential, actually. Macovanian. Um, yeah, non-essential. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I think they're in worse position than we are. You know, structurally about collateral damage. Actually, they're worse than we are. Yeah. Then, you know, if you look at the the, the John Holmes and, and the Batman shooter incident, and it's uh, that that really stuck out to me. I don't know what it was, but uh, yeah, they let know, the Air Force know that it, uh, they let me know it, that they were behind it. You know what? That's sad. Well, nothing saddens me, but doesn't kind yeah. of. It's really disheartening that our military and law enforcement is all perked out too. You know what I'm saying? Are, are there ten just men, or is America becoming a, a spiritual Sodom? Yeah, I mean, that makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder. Um, yeah. Well. But, you know, the name of these perpetrators, these forceful perpetrators game is their M.O. is to gaslight and disorient and ambient abuse and keep people confused. They want to keep you confused. That's the name of their game. Uh, it's it, that's in my experience, that is the number one tactic that they use is gaslighting. They gaslight, gaslight, psychological yeah. abuse, confused. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God, Ryan. Right. Yeah. I came I came home tonight and I yeah. my the alarm was going off alarm that I don't even have. Right. It was going off so loud and I don't even have an alarm from ADP. They'll no do way. that just to disrupt the peace kind of, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and try it, to make it, you it, like um like what he said, confuse me. Confuse, confuse me, yeah. You know? Scared. Sometimes uh-huh. I remember yeah. some. I don't remember alarm, but something similar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like you know, you locked your car and you come in the next the next morning and all doors are open. You know, you think about it, you're the only one in your car. You would never have all your doors open. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Exactly. But you know what keeps me strong, y'all? What keep, besides what? Jesus? Jesus is number one. But yes, he does. What, yes, he does. What, what else keeps me strong is the same DEW they sending out in radiation and microwave. God is returning it back to them because if you're using technology to send out to us, it's reversing back to them too. Yeah. So you know, I strong. always felt. I think you have a point. I always felt when they pointed that rep, those weapons at us, did does something get in them? Because I was thinking that they dangerous holding it. Just holding it, it wouldn't that be dangerous? You know what? When you think about it that way. They really are worse off than us. I mean, think about it, guys. They're not too bright to do something <laughs> like this. They, not, you know, I mean, uh, you know, if I could be more human, I would feel sorry for them. But just uh, the, the, the thought entertains me, and I just I can't do it. They're still a foe, you know what I'm saying? I can't feel even pity, but yeah. they're not bright. No, they're not. Oh, they're not, they're not bright. They're not. They're not. <laughs> Most of them act like they had a diet of Alpo or something. They are really off. Right, exactly. Okay, exactly. pathetic. <laughs> Who was that laughing in the background when she said that grebe? What? Of a diet that, of Alpo? Uh-huh. Was that, no, it was that Don laughing when... <laughs> Oh, they sounded like Grebe laughing. I had to ha- I had to hang up, but um, I wanted to say one last thing. Um, I am targeted. I don't know about any what I do now, but I'm not going to say it. I'll keep this um, to me. I'm targeted by 
the world's number one largest, the number one defense contractor in the world, Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin is is owned and controlled by Jewish Wall Street bankers. They're the shareholders of Lockheed. Um, exactly. And that's that's who has done everything to me. It's it's unreal what I know about this globalist organization, and they work hand in hand with the CIA. I'm not I'm not going to expand it to say that all of you are affected, but you are indeed. Lockheed is behind this, and and the and their shareholders, well, the ones that pull the string, the strings. Okay. Well, why don't, you, why don't you elaborate on this a little bit? Yeah, I want to. I want to hear more from you. What do you mean? And what it's um, and um, as far as Joseph Mengele, his experimentation, it's going on today under exactly. Lockheed Martin. It's just that nobody sees it because it's all remote control, and they have advanced yeah. technology. Yeah. They can, they can remove your body parts, your body organs, anything, and replace everything with synthetic devices. It's just unbelievable what's going on beneath the radar. And Lockheed is behind all of it. It's, it's, the, it's the equivalent of what Joseph Mengele did. It's just not out in the open. Or nobody right. knows. They're changing the human race. Right. You know, it's... Right. Um, it, it's Kind of like the, the, it, it's all into um, performance enhancement and improving the human race, and um, it looks like it's the end of humanity as we know it—the end of biology, I should say. Well, it, you know what you're talking about as far as the removing the organs, et cetera. Yeah, that would that require a technology that would be able to uh, remotely. Uh, uh, slice into someone and then categorize the wound. No, no, because it's all digital. Everything that's being done to us is digital, and it comes on system on a chip. They'll have human on a chip. They'll have kidney on a chip. Anything. It's um, it's it's all digitized. It's. <laughs> well, it's certainly not analog. That's for certain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
But how do you think they do that, though? I mean, as far as the implantation, how do you think that these people are being implanted with that? System on a chip. It's all digital. It, it wasn't. It wasn't in the beginning. In 2010, when they did me, it wasn't. It was uh, through the, uh, they have they have minimally invasive surgical systems, um, and but they did away with that. They they're more sophisticated, uh, and they do it through a chip. You know, I, MIT Berkeley. It's all Berkeley, MIT, Stanford. Well, it's also the uh, the the Berkeley, you know, University of Berkeley. In, in yeah, Irvine, Berkeley, and Irvine. No, well, not so much. Yeah, Irvine. Yeah, they were heavily involved in the research and all of this uh, biomedical technology. Even even though it doesn't have anything to do with medical or anything, that's just a a common uh, excuse that oh, yeah. they like to use. Yeah. And, uh, well, Lockheed works out of Berkeley, they, and they work out of the Aero Astro Laboratory at, right. um, yeah. at, 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 at MIT and the Artificial Intelligence Lab, all of them. Lockheed is in this. I mean, if you were to go to the U.S. Um, patent and trademark office, uh, the, 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 the patents they filed on transforming humanity, oh, my God, it, it's just it's, it's unbelievable. Rings and rings of patents, bionic eyes, bionic ears, bionic body parts. Right, Uh, transhumanism. Transhumanism, crucial, yes. Yeah, it's all Lockheed Martin. I'm sorry to tell you. No, I'm not. (laughs) Did somebody say, no, I'm not? What? No, I I started to say, I'm sorry to tell you all this, but I said, no, I'm not sorry at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you ever, you know, when you go online, do a search of um, bionic body parts. Lockheed is behind all of that. Uh, DARPA as well. Yeah, I mean, there's some really evil... uh, DARPA. Yeah, the DARPA. the, The Army was funded by DARPA. Lockheed works for the Army. And the Defense Department. That's why I, I tie the lots in Fort Detrick. They operate out of Fort Detrick, Maryland. Oh, yeah, Fort Detrick, Maryland. Yeah, did you guys see the, the video? Command. I heard a man on the street from Detrick. So we're throwing around a lot of facts, but mixing them all up. So, so wait a minute here. <laughs> yeah, wait, did, you guys, did you guys see the video of the... Uh, she mentioned Fort Detrick. Did you guys see the uh, uh, the John Connor, the real John Connor, that was uh, the <laughs> the basis for the character of the Terminator movies that James Cameron created? Yeah, John Connor, the real patriot John Connor, the leader of the resistance. Guys, that's based on truth. That's truth. Yes. Leader of this is John Connor Bullhorns, the Illuminati at Fort Detrick, Maryland. Did you guys see that? No, the, the thing that's factual about Detrick that's out now is on Netflix. It's it's called uh, Wormwood. It's a series of uh, yep. shows about the life and the death of uh, a scientist who is also CIA. Who, um, who saw 
saw too much and he knew too much and then he had a crisis of conscience so they they dispatched him and so I was writing a script on him that may be one of the reasons I was targeted but the truth finally came out and his son got to tell the, the real story and that's, his name's Frank Olson but it's, it's on Netflix it's um, called Homewood I don't um, have Netflix now but I'd encourage everyone to watch it but Dietrich is actually a pretty small base for military but it's the biological weapons, um, one of the epicenters for biological weapons. Yes, Fort Dietrich is the Army Medical Command. Well, not medical. Right. They have a medical, the medical department is located now at Fort Dietrich. Yes, the Medical Command. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, these perpetrators—they uh, like to use excuses that they're doing—they're—they're they're targeting people because, oh, us victims supposedly have AIDS and hepatitis and cancer, et cetera. Well, if we've got those diseases, then not so much hepatitis and AIDS, but if we've got cancer or something, then the perpetrators, forceful perpetrators, caused it. The cancer was de- the cancer virus was developed at Fort Detrick, nineteen sixty-three. They developed the virus. They've had cures for it for decades and decades. It's a big money thing. Well, yeah, yes. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Which disease though? What? Which disease are you saying that was developed by National Security at Fort? Uh, well, not no, national security. No, the, ca- the, cancer devi- the cancer virus was developed by the U.S. Army out of Fort Detrick. I forget uh, the date. 1963, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, check, check cancer virus. Yeah. Well, I believe it. What they say that the, the, the AIDS virus is created by the criminal elements same thing. of the Navy. The same thing, yes. Yep. What is interesting, part of Dietrich used to be, I don't know if it still is, is the, the, the people that could say what they did for a living were the ones that worked for the, the cancer research. But yeah, I, I have read a lot about that too. I, what I was trying to get at is what, what it became um, renowned and notorious for was the, the biological defense program. But... Um, but I'm saying, uh, on a good note, the, the life of one of their scientists and the truth regarding his death finally came out. And it was one of the dirtiest secrets of the Cold War, evidently, and I I tripped right into it. Elaborate on that, Patrick. I've never, I've not heard too much about that.
Dr. Dietrich, but that that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yes, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Frank, Frank Olson, who fell out of the Scotland Hotel, and that was the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was out the window. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I, I was really glad that his son is uh, He's dead, but I'll agree with it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. His psychologist is uh, named Eric. Um, from the time he was a little boy, he wondered how his dad fell out of a window. Yeah. And he was trying to reconcile that throughout his life, and then it, at some point, probably in his teens, he realized that that didn't make sense, you know. So he spent a large part of his life trying to figure out what happened to his dad, and uh, he, he he found out what his hunch was when when he had his dad's body exhumed, and then a, a renowned forensic. Um, is a pathologist. This guy basically said that his dad had a had blood yeah. trauma to his head that wasn't consistent with the fall. So he got hit and then chucked. Yeah, he wanted out of the CIA, so they threw him out the window. They're nothing but a bunch of serial killers. I've noticed the CIA. Oh my God. <sighs> Yeah, but guys, you get you got to consider now. There, there's so much, and that's what our Air Force perps like to do. They like to blame Central Intelligence Agency for everything. So you know, if somebody walks out their door and they fall on their ass, they're going to try to blame CIA for it. It's just not so, guys. The CIA is not behind everything. Uh, no. There's multiple criminal elements of the Department of Defense, and not only the Department of Defense, but it's also corporations, et cetera. Yeah, the CIA yeah. is not behind everything. Yeah. My point. No, they're not, but they're behind a lot. But they're oh, behind yeah. a lot. No, I mean, yeah. There's a network, a yeah. network of criminals that's intertwined. Exactly, yeah. It, it, yeah we, we probably all agree on that, yeah. So there's like a, there's transnational companies. Yep. And, and um, I'm looking, I, I put it online and the way I put it is, here's the usual suspects, and here's the price they pay to do business. It's the uh, <laughs> federal mis- misconduct. Um, it's it's a website that tracks what what businesses get fined. <laughs> and you were talking, the woman. I'm sorry, I don't. I, I, it's it's hard sometimes for me to remember everyone's name, but someone was talking about Lockheed, and oh, yeah. they paid seven hundred and sixty-seven million dollars since nineteen ninety-five in in penalties. Seven hundred million and six seven hundred and sixty-seven million, and um, but when you think so, that's a huge number, but their contracts. In 2016, were 40, basically 44,000 uh, million. <laughs> it's just staggering. I know. They get everything because of the bankers, the bankers who own them. And getting back to the CIA, 
they're the first line of, they don't really work for this country. They work for the Rothschilds. The CIA is a Rothschild organization. And the Rothschilds are the shadow government in the Pentagon. They run the Pentagon. The Rockefeller Rothschild cartel. Well, and you know, the way I interpret it and the, what I've been subjected to, et cetera, you know, it's the Air Force, uh, the, the criminal elements of the Air Force that are running. They're, they're, they're essentially, uh, they've created a uh, uh, an artificial intelligence AI dictatorship that is uh, covertly, and, uh, you know, they've monopolized on everything. They've gamed the system. They've gamed people. They've took advantage of people, exploited people for too long now. And, and you know, that's exactly who it is that's doing it. Yeah, it's criminal elements, the Air Force. But is yeah, I don't know about, uh, you know, I just don't know. I mean, because, you know, my cousin, Huggy Bear, Lisa, Chris Myers, you know, she talks a lot about that, a lot about the Rothschilds and all that. I think, but but my opinion is, and I respect her, and you know, I allow her to talk that on the calls. But uh, you know, it, in my personal opinion, you know, in my mind, yeah, I, I think that that further complicates the issue, mixing in all the Rothschilds and the banking, et cetera, which I know we've done tonight, and it's a good thing. I mean, it's been a good call. It still is a good call. It's a very interesting, a very intellectual discussion, and that's a good thing. But I, I think that throwing things like that into the mix of organized stalking and technological harassment, et cetera, I think that further complicates the issue. And I think it has a tendency to uh, for the general public to, to view it as conspiracy theory. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yes, exactly. Let's keep it simple. It, it, it's human criminals utilizing sophisticated technologies. Like, let's keep it that way. Wouldn't you agree, guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Whenever we start chasing ghosts, when we start chasing entities that cannot be caught and actually brought down, yeah. and then we, we, we get away from the local police's involvement, the state police's involvement. No one, we don't talk anywhere near enough about the reality of the state data fusion centers and how they coordinate all of this through yeah. their multi-jurisdictional task forces and the yeah. public and private partnerships that exist in these state data fusion centers. And that's how they're able to, to pull off these uh, yeah. the synchronicity that they, that they can pull off the stalking of I don't and the other thing this is just my opinion and, and I could be wrong but when it comes to people that are actually being actively stalked and yeah. these homes are being repeatedly broken into um, who are being hit with directed energy weapons yeah. and and or people that are dealing with Neuro torture, like yeah. microwave auditory effect. I don't think it's millions, and I also think when 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 people say it's millions, that makes it so large that that turns the number turns it into ghosts. 
In other words, when we chase the Anunnaki, or we chase things that that are ghosts, essentially. Yeah. Even though, even though there's like, I'm not debating the existence of, nor would I say there aren't still elements of yeah. the Illuminati. When we talk, when we spend a lot of time talking about the Illuminati and not talking about, okay, how many state data fusion centers are they? What agencies are working at the nearly 85 state data fusion centers? Um, then I think we, we get off target. But I, you know, but I, and I'm not saying like not not to say the truth about the CIA being basically organization for the bankers and the, you know big business. Ooh, I, I mean, I the thing about it is, Patrick, man, there is good people and there is bad people within that agency. The company, the farm, whatever you want to call it, there is good and there's bad people. It's not all bad. Those people are not angels, you know. But yet again, you know, you, you I see so much of it, you know. Blame CIA for this. Oh, it was, a, you know, just like I said, somebody walks out their damn front door and falls on their ass. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's just not. No, it, it's excuses. That's all it is. It's excuses and scapegoating. That's all it is. I, I get your point, Patrick. I get you. You know, it's just like, you know, it's just like Don and Greeb was saying the other morning on here, you know, the perps, um, they, they have, they don't, well, they do utilize a reason for everything that they do, they've got an excuse for everything that they do readily available. You know, they always got an excuse for to mask and hide and obscure the real reason why they're doing it. Wouldn't you agree, Patrick? I don't know. But, and the reason I got into... Um, is because they infiltrate um, the local community, the state level. They come into your, they, they're in, they're in your universities, and that's how they, that's how they operate. You know, they're yeah, not just they sure at, do. they're not just at headquarters. They're in every university laboratory, uh, corporations and stuff. Okay. Yeah, they sure do. Infiltration is one of their main tactics. Yeah, exactly. Inf- infiltration and divide and conquer and control. Take control of. Yeah, that's exactly one of their main tactics. That's how these forceful perpetrators operate. Yeah, and these. Why was um, Department of Homeland Security. Um, what. Wh- what that was under Bush wasn't it? Isn't that the InfraGuard and the fusion centers? Well, this stuff is coming out of locally. Well, I mean, to be real honest, I, I myself, I've not 
uh, done that much research into the InfraGuard and the fusion centers, et cetera, because I think that's more of disinformation put out by my Air Force perpetrators to try to blame local law enforcement, et cetera, and get uh, uh, victims of organized stalking and remote neural monitoring turned against local police and local police turned against uh, victims, et cetera, which that's what they're trying to do. You know, that's why I... Uh, yeah, anyone that comes on here and says, oh, all of this is local police, et cetera, oh, that's who's to blame. I shut them down real quick because I know otherwise. No, I have, we have a, I have a good police department here. It's not the police, but it is um, Homeland Security, a, a, a faction that works out of Homeland Security that's involved with yeah, the staffing. Uh, InfraGuard was started before 9-11, but it really got big after 9-11. And it's incredibly secretive, but the the state data fusion centers were were started in response to nine eleven and they were started under the guise that made sense in Manhattan on nine eleven that the first responders did not respond well enough because they weren't coordinated well. And there may be a, a very big element of truth to that. But then yeah. we started these data fusion centers. There's approximately 80 of them now. And there's no, they get. Millions, of, hundreds of millions of dollars in our tax dollars in f federal funding, but they're state-owned and they're state-run. And though they are, though they've agreed to federal over, like federal oversight, there's no federal regulatory oversight whatsoever. They're completely autonomous, each one, and. What, what blew me away was in one of the um, federal reviews of the state data fusion centers, 10 of the data fusion centers, they simply didn't even turn in the federal surveys back to the federal government. Um, so they are, in my opinion, the organization that's basically the, the, the state data fusion centers are the entities that are organizing. They have these, they have multi, what's called multi-jurisdictional task forces, and they're made up of private and public military intelligence, um, businesses, and that's how they're able to do all the coordination. Are they behind? Are they behind um, the FEMA camps? When do they come into the picture? I don't want to get too far out there, but uh, when do they, when do they, they come into the picture? Well, I think what what has happened with the FEMA camps is, uh, you know, there's been so much exposure on the FEMA regions and the, here in the United States from people like InfoWars and Alex Jones, et cetera, 
you know, there's been so much exposure on that that they've uh, kind of uh, <laughs> tucked the, their tail between their legs and kind of backed <laughs> off of that at this point. Yeah. It, and the same thing with this Agenda 21 and all that. They realize that they can't keep a good guy down, that people are catching on to this. People are waking up to this. It's an info war. Exactly. It's exactly what it is. It's an info war. Info slash intel war. That's a, that's what it's about. So yeah. <clears throat> these fallacies, uh, yeah, they, they, they've realized that they can't uh, fully overtake. So, yeah, they've been set back so much by uh, all of our coordinated exposure against them. So... Yeah. There's not enough exposure, though. There needs to be more. Oh, there needs to be a ton more. I mean, yeah. the first thing is our newspaper should be writing, and our media should be. Well, we have to do it. So I, I think the, the state data fusion centers are a good place for people to begin to to do their. Um, Searching, I I I put together a email for someone in the community that wanted to know what I had found on the the state data fusion centers. Um, oh yeah, absence one word exactly. Yeah, made that go a little little uh, little crazy. But yeah, I mean, so the world's run amok by these huge corporations, and then this this minuscule percentage of people that are calling the shots at at the top. Nah. Yeah. 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 So the FEMA camps. Are supposed to be set up for emergency metal, you know, emergencies like Katrina, um, but 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 the point that all the barbed wire is facing in it, it is a legitimate point that I think deserves to be answered. So what's actually going on there? Um, I don't. The whole plastic coffins things, like maybe, but I mean, Bush. if they were if they were planning a uh, another huge genocide, why would they be burying us like when torching and fire incinerators would be a lot more efficient? Like, yeah. so why why the need for the plastic coffins? I mean, that that's just. In terms of like info wars, but but yeah, we can't like I I I realized that like I was writing about Dr. Olson, so when I started getting targeted, I thought it might be due to that, so I so I gave it up and I kept my mouth shut for a really long time and I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't even say I lived down the street from Fort Detrick. You know, I, I, I played basketball there. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, well, again, it all revolves back to not everybody that's at the station at Fort Detrick, not everybody stationed at the NSA, the CIA, the Air Force, etc. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody that works in those those forces and you know those agencies and forces, yeah, are bad people. There's good people still left in those, but the point oh, yeah. is reaching those people, making them aware of what's going on here. So maybe hopefully the good people, the good patriots in those organizations and forces can do something about this. I, I think agree. So, uh, I, I think they're working behind the scenes and they're doing something about it. I think I I, I think there are. Did we talk I about like this? To... As much intel's been dropped on this line, et cetera. I, I would like to think so. Well, this is all like everything that I'm saying. Truthfully, I mean, it's been in the public domain for such a long time, so it's it's. It's in a way sort of pushing some people. I I don't know how to say this, but like I just had a good friend die who was ninety four. You know, like right. military, yeah. military brass, that kind of stuff and, and um when you grow up where I did and so there's people that know what's going on and but but all the all the all those alphabet soups are so compartmentalized that a lot of these programs have been able to to get moving so quickly because um, a lot of people aren't seeing them. So that's but 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 I do know like I have seen the way local police react, and I'm not saying all the all the local police are bad at all, but I can tell. That the, you know when they're at times like literally, literally biting their lip. Like one guy was literally biting his lip once because he knew he couldn't he couldn't go into what was going on. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. I really do. I hear what you're saying and what Deb's saying in the chat room, etc. You know, it's just like. It's like I agree with all of you at a certain level, at a certain extent. Sounds good, John. Hell yeah, sounds good. (laughs) We've gotten through world wars. We've gotten through a lot, but I, I... This... I've talked about it before. I, I'm going to put something up if, if I can. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. Feel free to. Yeah, but there are there are good people within all those agencies. Yeah. Um, yes. There's good people. There's patriots within those agencies. And I think at this point they're trying to figure out what's best strategy. It, it you know, it, it's the best strategy to counteract these people, to uh, crush their lies and bullshit, etc. So, 
Yeah, I think they're. I think these good people in these agencies and forces at this point are stuck between a rock and a hard place. I mean, they're trying to figure out what's the best way to expose all of this without sounding like a a complete crazy, you know? Not to expose it, but to correct it. I frankly, I don't like to be right. in those scenario. I think it's too late. You know, it's the supercomputers no. and. I mean, yeah. it's, everything is digitized. It's, I, I don't know. I don't think human race has a chance. A snowball's chance anyhow. Oh, well, I mean, there's a chance. And uh, don't let this technology fool you into thinking that it's God because it's not. Uh, you, these people, they possess a God complex. I mean, they think they literally think they're God because of this remote neural monitoring technology. They think, well, oh look, look how forceful and mighty we are. We possess the technology that can cause someone to have an aneurysm at any given time. We possess the technology that can cause someone to have a a fast-acting cancer and a stroke, etc. Yeah. How about my body? My body is um, what I am. My skull is half of the size of what it was. Yeah. How do you explain that? I can't even wear any of my hats anymore. They fall off my head. Oh, so you mean mean your body size has gotten bigger, right? What? You're, You're saying that your body size has gotten bigger, right? No, it shrunk. My skull is half the size of what it was. I've heard other women on the calls talk about, um, um, has anybody, is, is your skull shrinking? I've heard other women talking about that. Yes, mine is half the size it was. Yeah. How do you explain that one? Well, Patrick, well, you and Patrick, I mean, uh, you guys should talk uh, because Patrick was just talking about that uh, Patrick's brain size is increasing. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Patrick, tell us about that. Patrick? <laughs> so I'm going to say good night. It was, it was nice. Thank you for this call. Oh, thank you, thank you for being a caller and an active participant on it. You, you are you people like you are what make this call. Yeah, don't thank me. Thank you, you guys, thank the call you, what makes this call the call mm-hmm. it is. This was a pretty good call. Yeah, I don't usually talk, but tonight. Well, I was hoping Patrick would talk to you because Patrick says that uh, he feels that his brain and cranium is uh, increasing in size. So, and you and you feel that it's decreasing in size, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you guys should talk. We've only been on for two hours, by the way.
Well, okay. What what has happened to Patrick? What's happened to uh, the female caller? Patrick. 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 Hey, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I was yelling into a mute phone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Patrick, this girl right here is saying that she thinks that uh, her perpetrators are assaulting her electronically with something that's causing her brain to shrink. And you say the opposite, so... Well, it's not. In my case, the the brain hasn't permanently expanded. It's, and this is. I suspect that the swelling is is at times can be so severe that um that the cranium itself is is actually affected. Is one way to say it. But when I say my neighbors are involved, all you got to do is, all I have to do is link to all the crime reports regarding my neighbors, and then people start wondering, they start going, whoa, wait a minute here. Kidnapping teenage girls and stuff like that on the other side of my wall. And when they they made a run for it, Landlord showed up, cleaned up in a half a day, and by the next morning, a young woman moves in. I mean, the first the people that kidnapped the girls and stuff didn't even bother getting, you know, like. Like getting any of their furniture, they were just throwing bags in a U-Haul. <laughs> they were out in about six or eight hours, and it may have nothing to do with this, but it was interesting that I played Matthew's presentation that he gave at the Boston conference, and I and I had it played pretty loud on my upstairs speakers, and. That's when the neighbors started running around, so and they were gone um, in 24 hours. Well, I mean, you know, no, let me tell you the truth now. Yeah, well, then again, these uh, these forceful perpetrators are fallacies themselves. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the reason, and uh, don't believe anything. Uh, to the uh, contrary, et cetera. I mean, I just told you the real reason, but uh, they, I mean, they can try to cover it up and try to, uh, you know, shed negative light on it, et cetera. But uh, yeah, we <laughs> we know they're we know they're fallacies. So we know these guys are Air Force fallacies and et cetera. At least on my end, they are. I mean, but. Um, uh, they can't, they can't. I mean, you can only lie for so long until you get caught up in lies. It's just like the famous quote, uh, Oh, what tangled webs we weave when we practice to deceive. So, 
Yeah, at that at this point, that's that's where these guys are. That's where these forceful perpetrators are at this point. They're entangled in a everlasting um, a um, a bat of quicksand and razor wire that they will never escape from because they know they know and I know and you know that they've been caught up in this. Uh, this little trap from their own trap that they've created for themselves, et cetera. I mean, this is all done by themselves. They can't blame us, et cetera. You know, the the only people they can blame is themselves. You know, for being ignorant and tact tactfulness, let you know, not using tact, et cetera. So yeah, they've been caught. Yeah. They're 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 caught. And now, what we're all witnessing on these uh, calls, et cetera. Is um, their desperateness, uh, their demise, etc. And, and it's really funny to listen to some of these calls and and the, you know the comebacks, the little passive aggressiveness comebacks, etc. It, it's quite funny to listen to it. But uh, yeah, I mean it's all part of the uh, forceful perps games. You know, they they were uh, they were destined to lose from the beginning. I mean they. They were a failed uh, concept from the beginning. They were born to fail. So, what else can I say? <laughs> but it's much bigger than that. Say again, Patrick. Say again, Patrick. Oh, I, I just think it's much bigger than the. I mean, the, the Air Force is one one component. <laughs> Damn straight, yeah, exactly. You said it much bigger, exactly. Air Force, exactly. Yeah, but I get what you're saying now. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, you, you come in and, and you expose the Air Force purpose and you're kind of at loss for words, et cetera, you know, because they know we're right. They know we're the truther. They know we're the patriot broadcaster. And they know we can literally put them in their place. So, yeah, sometimes they're at loss for words. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you, Patrick. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say they were at a loss for words, but no, no, not you, man, not you, no, not at all. I'm referring to my my personal Air Force perpetrators. How is it? How do you know that it's just Air Force? Well, I mean, say again. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, one of the big things too that I don't think we talk enough about is the fact that it's because the CIA told me Patrick <laughs> no not really well really but uh, no the uh, these Air Force perpetrators actually told me through their calling card through their uh, script their paper trail etc that's how I knew and you know despite the CIA telling me that it was Air Force etc <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Really not, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I know. Just a little here, here's the deal with the CIA. It's not 
since, since they protect American interests, America's moneyed interests, and other interests throughout the world, they don't they don't want everything to just go to hell in a handbasket. They don't want huge wars because that will, you know, that hurts. I mean, there was a time when it might crank an economy up for a small time, but 70% of the intelligence budget now goes to private contractors, and no one talks about the fact yeah, exactly. Private contractors. You're right. Private, yeah. private intelligence contractors like Booz Allen Hamilton. No, no, like no one ever talks about them. Even Edward Snowden. Why the why the f does he talk about all his time at the NSA or CIA? But he never mentions Booz Allen, and that's who he was working for. He was he was working for Booz Allen as an NSA contractor when he was in Hawaii, when he, he downloaded all that stuff. I'd like to believe that he is indeed what he appears to be, this incredibly patriotic, incredibly courageous young man, you know, but... All right, yeah, well... I mean, <clears throat> people, people say you can't, you can't get out of the CIA. The truth is, you can go through the revolving door to Booz Allen and get paid four or five times <laughs> four or five times um, AA salary. Well, I mean, you know, the thing about it is they're, per- they're, per- they're real forceful perpetrators. They want to try to relate everything that every victim goes through to your local law enforcement, et cetera. Their ham codes, their their radio police codes, et cetera, ham radio. You know, I mentioned that earlier. I mean, I don't know why that the, these forceful perpetrators have done that. I don't know why that they've, uh, just like with me, you know, you know, with the new numeric harassment, the uh, number harassment, et cetera. I don't know why my Air Force perpetrators chose my local law enforcement police ten codes as a means of communications, et cetera. Well, well, I do, but um, but that's probably because they were trying to mimic uh, false schizophrenia symptoms such as delusions of reference, et cetera, delusions of grandeur, et cetera, which is complete bullshit. Yeah, perpetrator traders are just playing around with uh, social engineering, which is not central intelligence. It's actually these forceful perps messing around and trying to mess around with their minds, Patrick. (laughs) Go ahead. Why do you think it's Air Force? Because not only... (laughs) <laughs> Why do I think it's ever well? Well, because not only <laughs> the air force, they, these air force perpetrators told me themselves 
through their calling card, through their uh, little psychological warfare games, etc., through their uh, calling card, through their paper trail. Yeah, not only that, but you know, Central Intelligence Agency told me that it was Air Force, etc. Yeah, and not really. I'm just kidding. But yeah, that that's how I knew. Yeah, that that that's how I know. Uh, little bird of the CIA told me, Patrick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll just leave you wondering how I knew. <laughs> but I'm being truthful, though, right? <laughs> you better believe it's Air Force, yeah. And don't let them fool you. Intelligence agency, because it's not. I mean, I can't come out and say exactly the reason how I knew, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to compromise anyone, et cetera. If that's, uh, you know, if that. Uh, if that gets the message across, et cetera. Yeah, I'm not going to compromise anyone. How I actually, well, how it's actually told to me that it was the Air Force, et cetera. I'm not going to compromise anyone. And, uh, that's all I'm saying as of now. But otherwise, let, let's carry on with the call. Yeah, this has been a great call. Yeah, and Patrick, you've been a great contributor to this call. Listen to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All we can do is laugh at this point, right? <laughs> and hope for humanity awaken, right? <laughs> All we can do is laugh at this point. Hey, guest twenty five, don't don't be uh don't don't be harassing B D if that's what you're doing. Okay. But yeah, I do agree with you, guest twenty five. Yeah, these perpetrators are the prince of the power of the air. They are the air force, exactly. And I think that's the occult reference to the air force. And the prince of the power of the air, et cetera, Satan, yeah, Satan, Lucifer. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's what it's in reference to. But these people can't throw mind fucks over on me. That's just a bunch of bullshit, you know? And I'm just being uh, real at this point. So, uh, and pardon my French, yeah. You must tell it like it is. Right. Yeah. John, John, throw in some uh, truth. John, throw in some Florida truth, buddy. John, throw in some Florida truth. Not really, but uh, really. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, exactly. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, John. Chime in, buddy. This has been a good call. A lot of truth discussed here. A lot of interesting debates and 
Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Actually, it's been a great night because I enjoyed Derek's call, and I've enjoyed this call. It's been a really a good night. It really has. So, hey, you know, I guess 26, uh, how about you, uh, why don't you, guess 27, why don't you grab a rag and light it on fire and shove it in your mouth and just die, okay? In the words of Neil, okay? Um, guess 27, uh, could you please just go die somewhere, okay? Okay, why don't you just go die somewhere? Why don't you go walk into a train? Why don't you draw you up a bat, a bubble bath and drop a, a fucking hand? Yeah. Why don't you run you a, a bubble bath, etc. And, uh, you know, toss a hand dryer over into the water with you, etc. And just fucking die. Yeah, you're full of shit, good seven. That's what I think about you. Why don't you go walk into a train, okay? I'm done with that, okay? Let's go. Hey, so, here's a question for anyone out there that I don't want to keep monopolizing, but... No, Patrick, you're not monopolizing. Well, you're not monopolizing, but the perpetrators are. You can monopolize all you want, Patrick. Go ahead, please do. My sense is, given the resources used on, on, on the people that I believe have genuine stories, the resources are so extensive and that we're not looking at a program in the millions. In terms of people that are getting either intense organized stalking, intense directed energy stuff or the neuro torture um, I don't think in the millions in the United States and I think that that kind of does a disservice to us because it makes it so big that it begin it that it sounds just it, it it's too unbelievable well it's it's millions in the sense Patrick it's millions in the sense of when we put that out on our uh, Facebook and with uh, OSI and all that, yeah, we put that out with the, the consideration that uh, you got to consider uh, that there's there's millions that don't even realize that they're being targeted with this remote neuromonitoring technology. So that's yeah, that's why why we stated millions. So definitely millions, Ryan. I agree, Luda. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. And in the European Union alone, so you know it's millions. And look at all the people that have been targeted that know you since you've been targeted. I mean, it, around me, I could I could name like ten people. That have you're, been, say, you're saying millions being, are, are getting the organized stalking, are, are having directed energy weapons used on them, and or. Neuro yes. torture in yes. the United States. Yes. Absolutely. I think, from what I've read and wherever I've read it, uh, why, why, why is there five million estimated a, that was two years ago? 
Uh, and even uh, it's really ramped up and stepped up its numbers ever since. Anymore? Anymore? Uh, coverage? Buddha, uh, if that's the case, and 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 I'm just wondering. I I I'm open to being wrong about this, so I really am. <laughs> If there are millions, then why are there so, actually, why are there so few people on this line tonight? That's their choice. They'd rather be sleeping or doing whatever else they're doing. Why is our group so relatively small? That's got nothing, the participation of our group has nothing to do with numbers. There's so many also that I know that do not do calls. Do not do calls. Because don't they find that they have been targeted worse by doing calls? Yeah. I, I feel the same way. When I do calls, I'm targeted far worse. So I know a lot of people that have never done a call, and they've been targeted for 20 years. You won't find everybody that's targeted on these calls. That's got no reflection. But I don't know. I, I don't know anyone in my life before I got targeted that's targeted. Luda, it's just the opposite with me. I find when I get on these calls and speak, it becomes much less with me, et cetera. Because, again, I mean, these Air Force cowards, et cetera. Pussies. I mean, they're truly cowards. Yeah. Yeah. So they they back down and they reconsider. The AI recalculates its algorithm, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, it reconsiders the uh, consequences, et cetera. <laughs> What's at stake here? When it comes on it and it tries to challenge me, et cetera. You know, when I get kept awake, et cetera, that's a big no-no. You don't do that, okay? There will be retaliation each and every time that happens, whether it be physical, verbal, et cetera. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. There could be as many as thousands. Targets in Western New York. Do you know how many I know? Less than ten. So this number thing is is no. It has no bearing on any. You know the samples and statistics um, that we studied and all the statistics course we took. I've taken a couple in my life. Uh, the rules don't don't apply to this whole thing. They just don't. Because so many, like Ryan said, don't even know they're targeted. I met right. a yep. that I tried to point they're out that they're targeted, targeted in, in, and they would not really then. The, then they're, they're, what I'm saying is no one, I'm saying the numbers of people that are being intensely targeted with with one, at least one of the three protocols, and that's what I just refer to them as. So right. organized stalking. Mm-hmm. The use of directed energy weapons. Right. Or neuro-torture. The True. Right. If, if it were millions, then, then people, our economies would begin to crash. People would not be able to keep their jobs. And a lot of them don't. There's a lot on disability, a lot. I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. I was asked to speak at the National Federation for the Blind meeting in Des Moines, Iowa, two years ago. It was a national meeting, and I was a guest speaker. Okay. I get there, and I'm kind of sitting in a clump of people. Not one person do I know from all over the world. And this one guy comes in, and he's kind of 
he's with another <laughs> He's totally blind. He says, you know where I just was? And I said, where were you? He introduces himself. His first name was Michael. I don't remember his last name. And he said, I was just at the emergency room. I said, oh, really? That's Boom. Yeah. Said, what happened to you? He said, well, I feel like I just got kicked in the head by a cow. That was his <laughs> yeah, such a Luke, wham in the back Luke, of my exactly. He was probably maimed by the Air Force perpetrator. He probably so, was maimed by a cow. He was targeted exactly. individual. <laughs> exactly. I, I want to hear. I want to hear, Brian. Everywhere for people to try to resolve what's happening, and it's such crazy symptoms no. way, and nobody no. understands. And I mean, he was. He had target written right across his forehead and braille. I mean, it was so common to me. And yet I could not convince him in any way whatsoever. And uh, he wouldn't even communicate with me after I left the conference. Um, I had his email address. And um, he he didn't want to hear anything about it. And I tried so hard because he was really nice. He was single. He had his whole life ahead of him. And he had his... Yeah. On. I mean, really big blinders. I, I this, I'd say, one a month. Uh, I've known people in my building who are targeted that refuse to believe it, probably by the same um, bunch of tribe of idiots that are on my case, a few of them. So, you know, they're all over the place. They just don't know it. And they go, and they. this one lady went to Cleveland Clinic. Why, are, why can't they solve my feet problem, my restless leg syndrome? Not restless legs. Then she put on this tremendous amount of weight. She finally left the building and had to go live with a relative because she couldn't, you know, take care of herself independently. Such a great target. I meet these kind of people. I guess I'm out and I'm in the world more, perhaps, and with all kinds of people all over. Patrick, and you may not be, but they're they're all over the place. The targets that don't know the targets. I don't want. I was for for a really long time. I mean, my my stuff's really intense too. I don't talk a lot about it on the lines because I don't like. Um, well, I don't like. Um, well, one thing about it, you do, Ludo. One thing about it is, Patrick, we know, right? <laughs> we know, brother. No, we know. We know. We really, truly do know. I, I don't. You're, you're, you're being too, too, too cryptically drunk. I don't. I don't understand, really. No, 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 no. no. I'm not drunk. I'm just. Uh, I'm being truthful. Yeah, I'm just dropping. I, I don't. And I, and I, I don't mean that in a derogatory way because. Right. Of, yeah. I'm the last person that could. But I'm saying that we know and the others don't. And this is the truth of it. We know. And the others don't. And when they can make it convenient Damn to 10 people at a time to, to target them in the same location, I think with the same uh, technology, it's a lot easier for them, you know, oh, to, yeah, but, but, on more than one person, too. Uh, 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 uh. In my case, I started, I mean, they were. They were slight, but I, I've been assaulted dozens and dozens of times. Well, you better believe it. Yeah, it's it may be slight, but it's included serious assaults. Um, so, I'm, so for 
someone to be able to ignore that would be absolutely yeah. impossible. They've urinated all over my house. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to not, not clothes, but wardrobes. Just go. I go through wardrobes. Um, th- thank God for secondhand stores, and then two, two different TIs have sent me clothes. One of them bought some clothes for me. No, 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 it's like uh, that seventy, that guy seventy five that was in here tonight and was saying, uh, "Oh, you sent me this, oh, you sent me that." Uh, that that person was being subjugating control by this Air Force criminal element, Patrick. You know, and I know who's doing this, and it's uh, he, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. You, you gotta you gotta disregard the, these guests. Some of these guests that log in here with some of this bullshit, some of this excuse, etc. I mean, these people are full of shit. I mean, they really are. Uh, so yeah, let's disregard bullshit and and let's let's look at facts and research, such as what Patrick has done, etc. Patrick is a researcher. He's an intellectual. He's a researcher. So let, let, let's uh, draw our attention to what the research that Patrick has done and, and others, etc. Let's and let's not allow our call to be overrun and overtaken by Air Force perpetrators with their Air Force bullshit. Etc. Let's put these please. Let's call these people out. Let's put them to shame. Let's put them under our feet, under our boots, under our jack boots, etc. Let's put them to shame. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If there's any of you have to go ahead, yeah, I know you're lost for words. You're like, you're an odds, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're so shocked to hear the truth, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and speak the truth. Yeah, go ahead. Please do. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for action. I'm waiting for truth, etc. Yeah, I'm listening. Go ahead. I've spoken enough. I've spoke for, let's see, 12, uh, 12, I've spoke for seven years, yeah, waiting to hear the truth, etc. So you guys go ahead, yeah, go ahead and speak the truth, yeah, please do. I would greatly uh, admire that, yeah, go ahead and speak the truth, yeah, Patrick, etc., people, yeah, go ahead. But if you're working for the dark side of the force, et cetera, and I, I know who you are, uh, those that those of you fallacies that are working for the dark side of the force, I know who each and every one of you are. So don't try any funny things. Don't try to undermine me, et cetera, bullshit, et cetera. Uh, don't try to. Your best bet is just to get on this call and tell the truth, et cetera. Otherwise, I'm going to go to music, and I think that's the one I'm going to do right now. None of you guys wants to continue talking. I'm just going to go to music. Uh, if you if you don't want to talk, I'm I'm going to go to music. We're going to stream. We're going to stream. We're going to air uh, music. 
So, nah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Stand by, guys. Stand by. Stand by. I'm not sure why Alex, uh, not Alex, but uh, Patrick stopped uh, uh, verbalizing, etc. I'm not sure why he stopped speaking. Huh? No, I didn't. I was just getting food together. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was, I, yeah. I, and I heard every word in that, that Ludo was saying. I'm, and I wanted to say I'm just I'm struggling with the, number, the numbers. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, when you have no. regular appliances that that record people, and in that sense, I think there's millions that are targeted. But it, in a more severe way, including like the the hardcore. Or get out of stalking and yeah. I mean, I did hear like a woman from Chicago, was it? She was saying that all her and in her case, she had a lot of expensive furniture and it, it had all been cut up and destroyed. Yeah. And then someone did defecate and urinate all over her stuff, but. <sighs> Well, I mean, they they probably did, you know, they probably did urinate and defecate all of our uh, possessions. Yeah, they probably did. I mean, that's the first, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, but as far as... If they don't feel it, then they ruin it with a blade. It's not with scissors. Some type of blade. The cut, the way the cut is, you couldn't make with scissors. You know, I I, I have to babysit my clothes in the laundry now. I have to sit there because people have come in and either just right. stolen major pieces. No. It's just new pieces. It's like they know I've gotten them new. Yeah. And um, what they've done is, is totally unconscionable. You know, shoes, everything. Top to bottom, winter clothes. Well, that, yeah, that, that really angered me when I, I don't know if you remember this, but you had sent a few people, and I got it, uh, that, that your, the winter stuff that you had hand-knit mm-hmm. had been stolen. Mm-hmm. And, Bit of it. Um, <laughs> Wait, 10 years to knit it. This year I took the box down and it was empty. 
Patrick, Patrick, lies, excuses, and propaganda as to why someone's being targeted. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have <laughs> no. Well, Patrick, they're trying to make it seem like that you and me have hepatitis. They're trying to make it seem like that you and I have AIDS, etc. That that's these local perpetrators. So it's not so much the local perpetrators. It's more of remote uh, perpetrators. They're trying to make it seem that we, we're infected with hepatitis, AIDS, etc. And that's done to in a attempt to isolate us away from uh, local elements, etc. Yeah, they're trying to make it seem that we've got disease. We really don't, Patrick. And exactly. That's how this perpetrator, it's forceful perpetrator. Perpetrator criminal element operates. Yeah, they want to make it seem like that we've got imaginary, you know, slanderous diseases that we don't. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, Patrick, these perpetrators are full of garbage, man. They really are. They're full of garbage. They're full of shit. They're full of garbage, really. Just to to the identity, they come in as guest numbers. <laughs> Some of the clothes definitely were, like you said, like a like a razor, sliced mm -hmm. and that's thrown away. But perhaps because I've said it at one point, and then that became sort of a a distinct tactic with me. But right. Um, yeah. I think it's part My of the clothes are with yeah. holes. So I get holes poked in all sorts of my clothes. Um it, and it may be like the like the um like the hole puncher on a uh for sewing. I forget what exactly what it's called. I have that done in my jeans a lot. A perfect like hole perfect hole on the upper leg. Uh, that doesn't just happen when I don't even use the washing machine with an agitator. You know, I use one of those front loaders that just rolls in there and there's no agitator. You can't be getting holes and and uh, blade cuts in your clothes. You can't be doing that. Can't happen. No. And the holes they put, like yeah, like you said, up up near the top of the legs were. Patrick, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you and Luda both. Yeah, you guys go ahead. You guys carry on this conversation. Yep. But, uh, but I mean, I'll have to admit that, uh, yeah, I don't have it, but I'm going to have to uh, 
correct it in real time and point out where uh, my Air Force perpetrators are uh, interjecting and trying to uh, subliminally, uh, nearly influence, uh, send a script, etc. Yeah, you I'm know what I'm saying. <laughs> the minute I say anything they don't like to hear, then they just knock me off. They're listening everywhere. Exactly. There's no such thing as a supercomputer. This is all human, human or humanoid listening. And oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. You said there's no such thing as a supercomputer? Yeah, not as far as my phone calls. The only time I'm knocked off, I say something they don't want to hear. Nothing could be further from the truth. There is very much much an Air Force supercomputer that's coordinating and uh, getting all of us, trying to uh, pit all of us against each other, et cetera, Luda. Yeah, it's very much. Yeah, but I've got them right in this building now. I've got them. Very much an Air Force supercomputer. Yeah. Very I know all about Air Force Supin computers, Ryan, but I've got real people, boots on the on the ground. Absolutely. Six miles from here, I have an installation of them living. I know the address. I know their name. They're on the ground, and I've got well, them in the building. I know that your Air Force perpetrators that are coordinating all of this, and they're trying to manipulate and subjugate uh, our callers. You know, you know. I hate to say it, but people like you. Uh, uh, Patrick, et cetera, and others. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to win. I mean, they've uh, created a, uh, you know, a scenario for themselves that uh, they're, they're never going to be able to get out of. Uh, they've created their own prison, et cetera. It's just like that Creed song. You ever heard that Creed song? My own prison. I've created my own prison. Well, they, yeah, these forceful perpetrators, in effect, have created their own forceful prison. I they sure have, you. absolutely. They, they have no life. They have no <clears throat> life. Yeah, but they don't have a disease, though, and that's what the Air Force perpetrators try to say. They try to say, they try to claim that, oh, we're doing this because uh, oh, so-and-so has hepatitis, AIDS, etc., you know, lupus, etc. They don't have a disease. Yeah, that's just an excuse that the Air Force perpetrators have tried to utilize, Luda. I know that. They were sold a, a bogus bill of sale. I know that. They mm. were, we were lied to about us. Absolutely, because if we did nothing wrong and were decent, honest, contributing people to the world, these people believe whatever they were told, which were lies. Well, they believe that we've got a disease, and, and you know, that's the danger, you know. You know, we do, we don't have a disease. Luda, do you have a disease? No, I have no diseases. Exactly. I don't have a disease either, honey. I don't have, and I don't think Patrick has a disease either, unless it was caused by this Air Force criminal perpetrator element with this remote neural monitoring technology. You know, I, no, that's I, I have a genetic condition of my colon. It really isn't. I've talked to Luda about this, but I was getting sutures when I was a little kid. My skin was splitting all over my head, all over my body. 
I was double, double jointed. I could put my foot in my ear. It was great for sports when I was young because I had incredible flexibility. And because the collagen would break down so easily, when it when I was able to get sleep, it would build back into a lot of muscle. So. Did you ever, I don't know how old you are, Patrick, but did you ever consider that maybe you were targeted since a very young child, like many have been since birth? Possibly, but the conditions consistent with the way my I've you know I've, I've watched my skin just you know I'd hit my head on something and it would it spread like a ripe tomato. I'd end up. Oh, having... they cause these kinds of things. I've got very weird things happening to my body that I would have never dreamed could have happened, but they've caused. But don't discount anything. I, you'd have to see like yeah the the hypermobility that I had and all the different. They could have made you any way they wanted to. As an experiment. Possibly. Don't know. We don't know. Some answers we'll never know. In splitting, hernias. I mean, the people with this condition die, organ ruptures. And you're still living, aren't you? Yeah. Well, uh, well, we better still be. Yeah. So I'm saying what they want Patrick to live. With they one don't of want the types, yeah, one of the types, the average life expectancy is 48, but that that's largely due to a lot of the people dying when they're in there, you know, really young. 70s, 50s, etc. Yeah, you're right, Patrick. No, f- 48. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, on the brighter side of thing, I have another week of snow freezing temperatures, and um, it's not looking any better. Isn't that amazing? Into this part of the year that we are having such horrible weather. That's So I, I read uh, Mercola's, Dr. Mercola's uh, newsletter today, and he talks about uh, geoengineering. His main, his main thrust of his newsletter was about EMF. He definitely knows about targeting. The way he writes, he is so aware of what's going on. He may even be targeted because um, the way he writes are exactly the type of research that I read all over the Internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and when he wrote geoengineering right in there, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the sort of alternative doctors that I used to listen to or read more often. Yeah, well, he's one of the top researchers as far as I'm concerned because he substantiates everything with resor- with sources and references, yeah. and that's why I like him so well. And um, he's got a lot of uh, excellent, excellent information that I've cross-referenced about different types of foods and supplements and all. He's really good. He's one I really have a lot of faith in. Some of them, not so much, but he, I do. I think all TI should subscribe to his newsletter. They would learn a lot on how to survive healthy.
Yeah, I've been. I've been really determined to try to help figure it out, but I, I know you are, and I know there are a lot of other people are too. So I'm not saying I'm the only one, but I'm, I guess what I'm admitting <laughs> is that my life is not as well balanced as it once was. Well, we have to spend a lot of time just surviving, where our friends and family don't. Yeah, takes a lot of time. Takes me almost two hours tonight to get ready. Um, this was at between 8 and 10 to get ready for the rest of the night, to be able to get through the night. If I skip that step, I'll see you tomorrow. Waste of time. Waste of time. Waste of time. We're breaking up a little bit near the end there, Luda. I can move. <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, you, you know the guy. You know, guys, the there. Well, uh, the four soul perpetrators narrative, et cetera, subliminal messaging, et cetera. You know, slide remarks, snide remarks, et cetera. All of that's gonna fail because you know, in the truth. Yeah, you know these uh, the forceful perpetrators' uh, agenda is being exposed, etc. They're not going to get ahead. Uh, uh, what they're doing to us, etc. Yeah, they're never going to get ahead with lies, excuses, and propaganda. And uh, there's a million of us here waiting to. Uh, Reverse engineer and expose and banish what the lies they're telling, etc. And they're never going to get ahead telling lies. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Uh, we've made that impossible for them. It doesn't matter who they're working for, etc. Yeah, they're not going to get ahead. Okay, so. I mean, they, they they can recruit a thousand sty actors, a thousand, you know, and that's another thing, you guys. You guys should research into psychological operations, psychological actor, actors, etc. Over on Mark Rich's site, uh, newworldword.org.com, etc. Yeah, you guys should look at that. Uh, it's time we start burning these people. It's time we start uh, putting these people uh, into check, okay, and exposing their lies and bullshit, okay? Look at uh, Mark Rich's site, psychological actors, psychological actions, etc. Yeah, it's time we start bringing these people into the... Uh, the danger zone, etc. It's time we start exposing these people. These people are psychological actors. They're reading scripts. Uh, they're working for people, etc. Don't don't believe anything that they say. You know, there's the central reason uh, why we're we're suffering, etc. From psychological abuse, etc. Yeah, don't believe anything that they say. Look up Mark Rich. Psychological actors, psychological action, actions, etc. 
Yeah, and, and psyops, etc. Psy, not only psyops, but uh, MISO, military information support operations. Yeah, you guys should be turned upon that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's time to expose these people for who they are. They're not fooling anyone. We, I mean, we invite them onto the calls sometimes just to to listen to how much they're going to lie, et cetera, how how far they will take it, et cetera. Yeah, they're not fooling anyone. So, uh, Psychological actors, psychological actions, Mark Rich, uh, the hidden evil, etc., the new world war, etc. These people are being burned. These people are history. They're not going to last in our community. I don't want them in my life. And I refuse them to be in my life. So uh, let's expose them now. These people that are, that are uh, accumulating on these calls, reading scripts, etc., being remote in, remotely influenced, etc., let's call them out now. Let's put them in their place now. Let's uh, illuminate them for the little cowardly son of a bitches that they are. Let's put them in their place. <laughs> Well, no response. I guess we could go to audio. We could go to uh, some music. Yeah, we can do that. So let's go ahead. Let's go with that. Right. I'm still. I was just taking a break. Is, is there anyone? Is Lita still on the phone? Patrick. I was just trying to figure out what I could hear in the background. Oh, okay. Maybe that's my TV. Yeah, I'll meet that. There you go. Yeah, is that any better? Yes, thanks. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah, I mean, let's continue. I mean, this is a great conversation. I mean, there's this has really been 
one of the greater conversations that I've heard uh, as far as targeted victims, et cetera. It's, it's a great conversation. It really has been. Let's continue on. Just don't cease now. Let's continue on. Do you have a lot of targeted individuals in the area where you live, Ryan? Not a lot, but there is a few. And uh-huh. uh, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, no, well, I'm uh, uh, hesitant to release that information, et cetera, because I may, I feel that they may uh, put these people in danger. Well, yeah. just generalities. I was just curious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there is, but there's uh, there's not so much a lot, but there is uh, there is a few, and uh, again, I'll protect those people. I don't blame you a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also believe I'm in. I do some mentoring of. Uh, high school students. Uh, I had a really amazing, brilliant young lady who was so poor. She went to college on a full boat anywhere she wanted to go, but she was too poor to even have a computer, believe it or not. She used to come and use my computer every day to do her schoolwork. But um, I believe a lot of these younger people, when I hear really bizarre things that are happening to them, you know, in my wildest imaginations, I don't see how they cannot be targeted. You know, in their late teens, let's say uh, 16 years old and older, uh, I hear such crazy things nowadays that we never heard when we were growing up. And you just wonder why. And then you look a little deeper and you say, yeah, they could possibly be. You know, it's it's a terrible to think that those people are hooked onto this a long, long time to come, the way it looks. Yeah. I agree what with you, Luda. Do you, the, what, what does uh, this lady here that uh, leads her to believe that? I don't watch the news at all. Well, actually, I don't, have, I don't turn the TV on. So what were you saying? What do you what do you hear and know that's going on with uh, people under that age? You know, let's say under twenty five. That makes you believe that. I don't dispute uh, it at all. Just things that experiences that uh, health issues that they have, um, that they're being isolated. Uh, all of a sudden, their their friends are no longer their friends. Their families treating them differently. Just very bizarre things that I don't remember ever hearing in my lifetime. Right. Now, the one that I, that I mentored that's now in college, she uh, was very normal, and she, I know, was not targeted. I could tell because I saw her on a regular basis, and I knew her habits and everything else, and she she was free, even though she was, you know, close to me and, and saw me a lot. She was not affected, and I never let on to her anything about my issues because I wanted to continue to help her all I could to get airborne. <laughs> she had no family support or money behind her or anything else. And so now she's uh, she's doing really good. She wants to be a, a medical doctor. She's in uh, 
physician <laughs> program, and she probably will go into some type of alternative medicine. I guess I've influenced her in a positive way. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I think mentoring is a wonderful thing to do if you ever get the chance. I've had a lot more health problems, a lot faster. Isolation, a lot of, uh, a lot more mental illness diagnoses, and, and really, yeah. you know, it's like almost a form of identity. Almost kind of bragging rights. Well, we are amongst the chosen. I mean, we've been chosen for this. We didn't volunteer. So we are, we can say we are amongst the chosen. I mean, those people that age, it seems like, uh, you know, everybody's got to have a diagnosis. And, you know, like, okay, well, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you're raised with it. And the, the isolation that probably comes from, you know, growing up with a smartphone. Well, kids that don't have smartphones or any phones, they can't afford that kind of thing. I've also seen that, though, just the the increase in younger people having diagnoses. I think the the pharmaceutical company's been all sorts of diagnoses, like attention deficit for any young child that wants to move around. I did some like long-term substituting in elementary school and they didn't have, um, phys ed was like a weekly thing and they didn't have much time like at recess and they were wondering why the the kids were always squirming and they just needed to like get out and run it out. And, And then on top of it, Kids are being di- diagnosed with all sorts of medical conditions and yeah. mental illnesses that they're they're far too young to be diagnosed with. So yes, I I, I just want to say I agreed with the woman who was saying yeah young young people seem to wear their different diagnoses on their sleeves and or even if they don't like them they they unfortunately have a bunch of them. Yeah, Patrick, but they don't have what the perpetrators say they have, et cetera. They're going to tell you, they're going to try to bullshit around and make up excuses for the reasons why they're doing what they're doing, so, et cetera. Everything that they do, uh, Patrick, it's a lie behind it. They don't really have that. They don't really have that. It's just the perpetrators bullshitting around, making up false diagnoses and excuses for what they're doing. Yeah, they they've got an excuse for everything. The, exactly, Patrick. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think. Why is like a reason? Was it better off before when uh, when you believe that that's a reason that it's a diagnosis, or when you find out that you know there's something yeah. have anything to do with you? Which yeah. is worse? Which one's worse? Was my question.
If you believe it's yourself, if, if you believe it's your own problem, then there's at least some hope that it can change. Yeah, I don't know which one's worse. I mean, not to it's not like a war tally for me, so but I'm I'm dealing with both, and I think a lot of other TIs are too. I think the modern medical model pretty much <laughs> stinks. So you're asking which, which ones? <laughs> you can say that again. It stinks. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I agree, Patrick. I think by the time she was 24 or 25. Yeah. Yeah. And, and essentially, yeah. God, if she heard me saying this, she'd be pissed. But essentially, she became a drug dealer, like, and she's writing papers about extended release Ritalin. And, um, and I think probably when she gets away from her career, she'll be able to look back and be like, yeah, wow. And I'm sure she helped people too, but well, I mean, you got to look out for your perpetrators. So, yeah, your perpetrators are always going to try to discredit victims of drugs, Patrick. You're going to try to say, you know, you know, the truth we're telling. Oh, it's a yeah, it can be attributed to drugs, et cetera, to weed, a pot, et cetera. Yeah, it's it's just not true. Uh, we're telling the truth, and these idiots, uh, again, this, this is a matter of mental retardation. And I truly believe that a lot of these uh, perpetrators, et cetera, it, it's a matter of mental retardation. Some of these people are truly mentally retarded. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, uh, it's a matter of mental retardation and low IQ. Well, I mean, if you use it kind of like in a colloquial sort of way, like in their worldview or in their morals, but... Oh, you, you said morals, yeah, absolutely, yeah, morals, yeah. <laughs> but these perpetrators, they, they don't have any morals. It's uh, that's why I'm prone to believe that all of the, it's it's a matter of mental retardation. I mean, really, I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys go ahead, you guys go ahead and have at it. But uh, I'm just speaking from analyzation of truth here, you know, the analyzing of truth, uh, what's been said, et cetera. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys go ahead. So, Ryan, why don't you tell your story, how... You got, you became targeted. Oh God, yeah. You don't even want to hear that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I've kind of told it. Yeah. 
several times I've told it and um at this point I feel that it's it's literally preaching to the choir you know I'm just telling you what all of you all guys have and girls have been subjected to so at this point I feel this you know why uh why bother I mean you guys already uh, you, you guys have already been subjected to this so uh but I will though I will tell my story yeah matter of fact I will uh I will uh uh, present a conference call where it's just my story and what I'm, t- uh, what you know, what I've been subjected to, etc. I am going to do that. I plan on doing that. So yeah, yeah. But at this point, I feel it's just a matter of preaching to the choir. You know, <laughs> you guys have, you guys have already been subjected to that. Uh, you guys have uh, been forcefully kept awake, et cetera. So, you know, at this point, what good does that do to tell you what you've already been subjected to and then to tell you who's, who's the perpetrators, et cetera? <laughs> I'd like to know um, what you think got you into it when you noticed it and and had you heard of it before and you know and and I, that part's interesting and then and then what they started with on and then what type is uh, there's a couple different types well i mean i can tell you the reason why is the sexual exploitation uh it's harassment it's torture it's sexual exploitation by criminal elements of the united states air force is the reason why with my uh personal uh situation et cetera. yeah but i don't always talk about that and i do that i do so for a good reason but uh yeah it's uh, sexual exploitation. It's human trafficking, as Lauren mentions. That's why me and Lauren, uh, you know, I always uh, put in a good word for her and I always uh, agree with her about the sexual uh, human trafficking, the sexual exploitation, et cetera. Yeah, that's your answer right there. That's exactly the reason why. Sexual exploitation, et cetera. So, uh yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you ask me on a personal level, yeah, it's about sexual exploitation and about, uh, you know, taking advantage of victims. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the reason, yeah. But, of course, the perpetrators, they're going to come up with all kinds of bullshit excuses that, uh, oh, domestic violence, oh, you had a a punch and a push fight with one of a family members, so they're, oh, that's the reason why they've got the locals targeting you or asking you. No, 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 nothing could be further from the truth, okay, that's all bullshit, that's all bunk. It's all disinformation, actually, and uh, yeah, they're gonna. But the the real forceful perpetrators are always gonna try to utilize that as an excuse, as a justification, etc. Yeah, I don't believe it. It's bullshit. It's 
and but they're always looking for a opportunity. Exactly. Yep. That's to make, that, to, to make money and show a cause that you, there's money needed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You said it. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm at the point now to where, um, you know, I, I hear all of this uh, domestic violence propaganda and bullshit uh, being uh, uh, served by these uh, forceful perps, etc. Utilizing our callers, uh, our callers, other callers, etc. And, and, you know, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, okay, okay. Okay, you people are full of garbage, okay? So now at this point I'm listening to uh I'm listening to your calls, I'm listening to your gatherings, etc. And I'm at this point now to where I'm ready to just call bullshit and garbage in real time. Exactly. When I I'm at the point now when I hear uh Somebody that's being uh, manipulated by Air Force perpetrators, etc., which is my Air Force perps. You know, when I hear that on a call, I'm just like, uh, okay, okay. But, yeah, you can go ahead and say your propaganda and bullshit, lies, etc. But at the same time, in the background, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, what do they call that? I'm going to, uh, uh, Comment. I'm going to comment on you in real time. I'm going to, uh, what do they call it? Help me out, someone. It, it's uh, constructive, yeah, I can thank you. Constructive criticism. The, yeah, I'm going to utilize constructive criticism in real time, whether it be, you know, outspoken verbally to where you hear me or not, or whether. It's in the background, et cetera. Yeah, I'm going to constructively criticize you and correct you in real time and let you know who the Are you there? Hello? Hi. I'm still here. Okay. I don't know where uh, Ryan went. What are you what are you guys talking about? I kinda of was off for a little bit. Well I was talking to Luda about what the numbers look like, like how many TR T T Rs, how many people are truly targeted. 
Luda thought it was up in the millions, and, and I'm not sure. I think in a certain sense, when we have TVs that really do watch us and things, appliances can record what we're saying, that in that sense, there are millions of people targeted, but with what I call the full court press, and that's if if someone's getting like the organized stalking or the, the directed energy weapons or the neuro torture, any of those three, or especially all three, intensely, um, I don't think that's in the millions, but I'm not sure. I used to be a lot more engaged with society, but that's wow. So my perspective is admittedly sort of in a vacuum. I think there's a lot of people that don't know they're being targeted because it's a mild form. And it's kind of covert, and it's not enough to raise flags. And I think many of them don't know. And then you have uh, the trauma where they want you to know. And um, that, and, you know, that's where I have, I have, that gang stalking and, and directed energy weapons. Yeah, that's uh, mine. I mean, I don't have the. I know a lot of people feel the you know the the loud ear ringing is 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 a form of microwave auditory effect, but I. I feel really fortunate that I don't have V2K or microwave auditory effect, but I feel organized. that way too. Yeah, the stalking's been going strong since 2005, but did I see a monitor, so to speak? But more with education. And I wonder if you could just start working somewhere like that. I could hear a man sort of in the background, but it was a little distant. Yeah, it sounds like you you guys are in the same place having drinks. I was going to say it sounds like he's on the other side of the room or at the other side of the bar. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they, I, um, I may have been getting, well, I shouldn't say I may. I mean, I, I now know that it at least goes back to 2002 and possibly, not, you know, 1998 and maybe even before then. But so in my backyard, I call it my backyard, I, it wasn't my property, but I had like 500 acres of bogs and marshes and. I started, so I know, I knew um, one of my neighbors hunted back there, but not a lot of people hiked 
for recreation just because it was really hilly and marshy and muddy and it was wonderful actually so i had it all not to to myself but me and a few other people so i could see i got to know people by their footprints and then all of a sudden you know one day i see someone's footprints really wide someone's basically jogging and like directly to my house and uh uh-huh. that that coincided with really intense tailgating at night when i would drive home from one of my jobs into the country huh People were driving up to my home. Um, I had medical files that were missing, but I, at the time, I just, it made absolutely no sense. I get so, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about what you're saying, and, I, and, and it took me, a, it took me a long time because of the way that I was being targeted, because a lot of it was covert, that I was, it, it appears that I was being watched in a covert way. Um, and I guess, I don't talk about this a lot, but I am a part of some stupid 50-year longitudinal study. So maybe <laughs> I'm 51, so... Maybe by the time I'm 60, it'll be over. And... Wow. How did you find out that it, that's what your study was all about? Well, I knew, um, shoot, by like junior high. And from time to time, I've read up on it and then I read more up on it and then I realized it was like holy sh- you know holy holy cow it's a 50 year longitudinal study and they're following up but but I'm not getting any like surveys or no one's come up to actually ask me questions <laughs> but they seem to be following up on everybody quite well <laughs> Oh, did they implant you? No, no, I mean not not that I know of. Um, well, uh, how are they following up with you, and you don't have appointments? You don't know, and they're not asking you questions. Where? Well, I think yeah. I think perhaps by being. I I don't know. I mean, that, that's a good question. I just have to. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Let me, let me ask you a question though. Did you guys hear anything of what I just said about? Uh, yeah, what I previously said. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, if someone would uh, reiterate what I just said on the phone. Uh, you mean before you left? 
Right. That, let's see, that there might have been some sexual issues or something that... No, 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 no. What I was saying was uh, you guys need to, uh, especially those of you who are... uh, you know, you consider yourself to be remotely influenced, et cetera. You guys need to learn to differentiate between uh, what the purpose is saying, which is uh, remote influencing, et cetera, and the difference between that and real-time technological uh, manipulation, et cetera, which would be, uh, yeah, it's Air Force um, manipulation, uh, technological, real-time manipulation. And and that all goes back to what Brian, too, was, uh, says about the learning to read and differentiate between uh, real-time uh, remote neural manipulation and uh, technologically induced thoughts, et cetera, forced speech, et cetera, you need to learn how to differentiate between that and what is your own thoughts. Yeah, and that in itself is learning to read and and differentiate between uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's learning to uh, read active memory. That's what that that's our whole point. That's what we're trying to say. And apparently everything I said on that last session was muted by my probably my Air Force perps. You know, so yeah, you guys need to differentiate between what is your own thoughts and uh, what is technologically induced thoughts. And once you get the hang of it, you know, the technologically induced thoughts, it becomes it becomes a natural to you. It really does. Uh, well, I, I I don't have B2K, but but I do get you know subliminal, and it's very hard. I haven't I I've noticed it some, but most of the time I, I, it's hard for me to tell the difference. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it is, yeah, but uh, again, you know, you must train yourself to recognize what is technologically influenced and induced versus natural, you know, your own thoughts, et cetera. And, you know, that's what I couldn't figure out, I mean, because I missed uh, some of the last call. I mean, I realized that Patrick was talking, but... What Patrick was saying was that was that tied directly into uh, the topic at hand now. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was just talking about um, how things may have been covert, or how things were covert, I should say, for many years. Well, they still are. I mean, <laughs> you know, this criminal element is still very much covert, and that's what it depends on, being covert. If enough people knew what they were really doing, it wouldn't be so covert. 
you know, everyone yeah. would know. So, uh. yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. almost daily intrusions into my home, and I've done all sorts of different security systems and. All the homemade ones are the best, and I so I always know if someone's been in, but I can't keep them out. But they move in on the sides of me too, in different places. So I can't keep them out of my place either. You can't keep them out. Mm. I um anything I do they bypass it, you know. The only thing that works and I have to be at home is, you know, like a mechanical type of a lock, um, one of those bars that you can push against the door or whatever. They can't get through that or or a chain. It has to be a manual type of a thing, not a lock. Um they can get through every one of my locks. So when I leave the house, I can't put those up so that they get in. And yeah, I share walls with with two different um, sets of people. And the one I've often linked to because they were sex trafficking and the guy had kidnapped a 17-year-old girl. I knew about it. I did what I needed to do and but when it was all said and done the investigation and she got away but the investigation led up to some prominent people and he was able to walk simply because I think he has a few skill sets but he not not high-end skill sets, like big rig driving, central, right, B and E, and then and then um, it's almost a skill set to be a a psychopath for, and I, which I suspect he is, um, and his mother wasn't. Victim, yeah. She was actually Victim. conflicted by it all. But I freaked out once because I share walls, and and the walls are so thin. And I was trying to figure out if there was a way that they could get gain entry to my house other than the two doors. So I, I explored the attic a little bit, but it, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, but then it dawned on me that my staircase was like right up against their staircase. And I started pulling the carpet away from the staircase, and I started begin started to really scrutinize my staircase. Yeah. Within about two minutes of pulling the carpet back, there was um, a guy that showed up next door, hammering, banging, sawing. <laughs> and when I went out, another guy showed up and he was out there just able to um you know be friendly and 
shoot the breeze and act like nothing was happening. (laughs) (laughs) But you find that funny, right? (laughs) No, it's funny the way you... It's funny the way you describe it. It's like grief, you know. You know, him being hit with non-ionized and radiation, it's not funny in the least, but uh, the way you describe it, you know, because you know and I know and grief knows the mentality of these perpetrators. I mean, these guys are... (laughs) They're not the sharpest tools in the shed, but they are... You know, in essence, so the way you guys describe them and the way I describe them, it's funny. It really is, man. It really is. And it's just like grief, you know. You know, it's not funny that he's been hit with non-ionizing radiation and, you know, as a disappointment, et cetera. But the way, you know, we describe it, et cetera, it's funny. You get what I'm saying, Patrick? Yeah, I mean... I have whatever they call it, gallows humor. Right, yeah, exactly. No, I, yeah. yeah. I got, so, I mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, think about it. I mean, if we, if we continue on at this point, the way these calls are, et cetera, I mean, it's going to be gloom, doom. You know, harassment, torture, uh, hit with non-ionizing radiation, ionizing radiation, et cetera. You know, it's going to be with that. People being tortured while they're trying to sleep. It's all gloom and doom. You know, you know, it's inevitable. That's what it's going to be. But we must, as a group, we must manage to incorporate comical elements into this. We must... Uh, find a way to uh, make light of it. Make light of what you're saying, Patrick. Make light of what Grieb is saying. Even though it is so serious, it's so deadly. It's so it's so forcefully deadly. But, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? I mean, we, we must find a way to uh, at least incorporate a little humor into what we're saying. Otherwise, Guys, we're going to be miserable. We're going to, we're going to be defeated, et cetera. You, you get what I'm saying, Patrick? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not that I'm sitting there making fun of you. I would never do such a thing. It would be cowardly. It would be uh, disdainful. It would be shameful of me to do so. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we... There must be a way that we find humor in all of this. We must find humor in these forceful perpetrators' tactics, their uh, MO, etc. I mean, we we must find a way to make fun of them. And, and, and I don't know, not not so much. I don't know, make fun of them, make light of it, etc. Or otherwise, uh, everyone's going to be in a a continual uh, depression and mess, you know, just uh, misery. That's what it's going to be if we don't find a way to uh, counteract it. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying, Patrick? Yeah, I do. I think you're right. Thank you. I also, I also, I mean, as do I think a lot of other people. I really want to figure it out in this lifetime. I want exactly. I struggle with, with capital punishment, you know, but since it's on the books and very likely will still be, then. But actually, you know, life and like true life imprisonment, you know, I think. Yeah. Not not life terms, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Truly. I think that would be pretty good. Well, I mean, you know, if you ask me, I mean, truly in life imprisonment, et cetera, that that is not, uh, it's not painful enough. It's not exquisite enough. It's not, um, uh, let's see, how do, how do I want to describe this? It's not exquisite enough. It's not painful enough for them. These people, they really need to suffer um in an exquisite way, a, a extravagant way, uh, a uh, let's see, um, yeah. I, well, I mean, they need to suffer. You know, their punishment need not be so quickly. It needs not be quick. It needs to be slow. It needs to be exquisite and painful and. Uh, yeah, I mean that's my entire point. Uh, uh, no, I, I I can understand that. Right. I mean that the, the the irony in my life is there have been a couple times that I was about to pound someone and I could have really hurt them. I'm glad right. I didn't because I wouldn't. I, 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 I would have had to carry that for the rest of my life. But, okay, so let's speak in positives. When we bring these people down, if we end up torturing them, then we've become the monsters that they are. That's so true. That That is so true, yeah. But I, I'm speaking to more of, uh, you know, after the war, the, you know, the Nuremberg trials, et cetera, that they're going to be subjected to. And uh, after judgment is passed upon them, et cetera, you know, I, I can sit around and think of uh, a thousand ways that uh, I, you know, I would like to see justice prevail and justice to be... Uh, Let's see what they call that. Uh, justice. Uh, um, give me just a second, guys. Um, Implemented or executed? Well, yeah, it's that, but I I can't think of the right word at this point. I think the cat. I think got. I think the cat's got my t- my tongue up here. So uh, let me think. Uh, um, punitively, yeah, there we go, there we go, thank you, God, yeah, yeah, I can think of a, a million ways that these, uh, forceful perpetrators should be punitively punished, and, well, maybe and we, we could, uh, we could, you know, w- without any, like, 
perversion, you know, like so so no private area stuff. But if if they were tickled for the rest of their life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, the truth is, these perpetrators—they need to be privately invaded. They need to be their, their private spaces, their their minds. You know, not only their private crevices, et cetera, their anal cavity, their penises, vagina, et cetera, but their minds. These people need to be violated in the same fashion that uh, they violated us in. So. uh yeah, I get what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to 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 uh, punishment, I mean, as far as punitive damage, et cetera, yeah, and that's the, exactly the word I was thinking. Of. It's a word I was looking for. These people need to be punitively damaged, and punitive damage is uh, basically, you know, it, the concept of punitive damage is, is to punish someone to... Uh, to not to make them not do the same mistake over and over and over. So yeah, it's the central element of it. Uh, these, these people need to be punitively damaged to uh, to teach them not to do that again, ever again. Yeah, that's my whole point. It's about punitive damages. If I think about the perps, like in my complex, I got, um, I don't know, maybe five homes that are full-time gang stalkers out of 24. Mm-hmm. But they also, you know, they also uh, deal, and so that's, so they're not completely full-time. You know, going shifts. But a lot of them, a a lot of them have that sadistic, fiendish look going on. But a lot of them don't. A lot of them have this kind of like heavy, oh shit. Like Like when I politely and friendly, you know, just confront them with stuff, they have more of a like an oh shit. Like they, they got that they got, I'm not making excuses for them, because even if you have a literal gun to your head, you still have a choice, right? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing about it is, these are, you know, these forceful perpetrators, yeah, they're going to make excuses for everything that they do. So, you know, if they're talking to you, Patrick, and they're saying, well, oh, Patrick got in a domestic violence, fight with his wife, et cetera, with his family, et cetera. Well, what these Air Force perps are going to do, they're going to try to say, well, oh, that's the reason why, you know, that's the reason why we're targeting Patrick. We're going to put up a bunch of propaganda, uh, disinformation bullshit. We're going to make up excuses of uh, Patrick being hit with a fist, et cetera. And the domestic altercation. We're going to try to make up lies and say, oh, that's why they're organized stalking, which uh, nothing could be further from the truth. These people are full of garbage. They really are. Oh, yeah, I'd never, as they say, I've never raised my hand to a woman. All right, yeah. 
Yeah, truthfully so, yeah. But if I had if I had time back I wouldn't have argued as fiercely as I did with my ex. She's a good person. But the entire point is, yeah, they've got they they possess an excuse for everything that they do. I mean they're gonna try to justify uh any victims targeting with uh, anything that is uh, uh, convenient to them, you know, anything that they can try to justify with, they're going to try to do so. So I think uh, that's, I think it's easier to um, spread a character smear about like middle-aged men. But what blows my mind is that there's so many women targeted. And, you know, when I wonder what the lie could be, and I guess it's just, it's often really ridiculous stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, again, I mean, anything that they do, they always, I mean, Grieb was talking about this the other way, is Grieb. Actually, Grieb should be on this call. He should be interjecting into this call. Yeah, even Grieb said, you know, you know, perpetrators always possess a a false narrative, an excuse for what they're really doing, etc. I mean, we can't stress that enough. I can't stress that stress that enough. I mean, Grieb can't stress it enough. It's the truth. I mean, they're going to lie about what they're really doing, and they're going to try to blame it on bullshit, et cetera, you know. Domestic violence, uh, false health diseases, you know, hepatitis, uh, AIDS, et cetera. You know, that's the thing about it. There's so much of that going on. I've seen it in the chat rooms, you know. I've logged into the chat rooms, and I've seen where uh, someone, had, you know, some perp some idiot that's been manipulated by this uh, forceful perpetrator element has been manipulated into logging into the talk shoe chat rooms with a handle that says, you know, so-and-so has AIDS, so-and-so has syphilis, so-and-so has hepatitis, etc. You know, it, it's bullshit. It's, uh, well, it's not only a way of uh, the perpetrators trying to isolate uh, victims from the community, et cetera. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, really, who wants to hang out with somebody that's got AIDS, right? Right. Well, the perpetrators realize that and they exploit that and they say, well, okay, well, if we can get their friends in the targeted community believing that they've got hepatitis or AIDS or whatever it may be, yeah, we'll utilize that and deploy that as a tactic to tra- as isolation. Okay, so that that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're trying to say that people have AIDS, hepatitis, syphilis, cancer, etc. In an attempt to try to isolate people in the community away from them. That's exactly what they're doing. They're utilizing that as a cover for the real reasons and motivations for what they're really doing. So yeah, yeah, I've I, I've screenshotted that so many times. I mean, I've uh, I've sat and watched the chats, and I've seen so many 
manipulated idiots log into the chat with handles that say, oh, so-and-so has AIDS, so-and-so has hepatitis, so-and-so has syphilis, uh, et cetera. It's, it's bullshit. It's, uh, it's a way of the perpetrators trying to isolate uh, those people and victims away from the community. And when in reality, none of us have hepatitis, none of us have syphilis, none of us have cancer, et cetera, unless it was caused by this uh, forceful criminal element with this technology, et cetera. It's a remote neuromonitoring technology, which is absolutely uh, uh, able to cause uh, disease, uh, diseases which are meant to appear as natural causes, et cetera, such as hepatitis, AIDS, cancer, uh, stroke, aneurysm, blood clots, uh, et cetera. Yeah, it's all being done by Air Force technology. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, at this point, yeah, that needs to be called, that needs to be exposed. That that stuff needs to be called out. It needs to be brought attention to. It needs to be illuminated and exposed. Absolutely, I agree. Yep. Well, they're just looking for new victims, you know, and they're they're addicted to killing, and uh, they can't stop, you know. And uh, it's blame the victim for what they're doing to people, you know. Exactly, exactly, Grave, exactly, right. Ionizing radiation, they can give give anybody AIDS in 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 half hour, and many won't recover depending on how much DNA they have left, but or how much uh, ionizing they put into somebody. So that's that's why, like X-rays are are. Uh, a fraction of a second, you know. But if they put, you know, which is what happened to the ringworm children, you know, they gave them, you know, thousands died within weeks of being ionized. Others lived for 40 years more and uh, had horrific, you know, diseases and everything else. But they did yeah, exactly. that to a whole population, yeah. you know, a whole population of Sephardic children, hundred up to a hundred thousand of them. And it's in their record, medical records. They it was an experiment, you know, in the forties and fifties, and or the fifties, and you know, with Army uh, uh, X-ray picker machine, picker X-ray machine that it, the eugenics program paid for it, and that's how the Israelis got the funding, you know. And and uh, then in the, uh, didn't, and then in the 60s, I guess they knocked, but, you know, there was another holocaust. They kicked the uh, Palestinians who had been living in the, their homes for thousands of years out of... Uh... I, I worked with quite a few people with HIV and had a few oh. friends and... They all knew. I mean, they all were. I believe that they, that's not, how they... I don't mean that they were sexually right. promiscuous or, or more active than anyone else, but that they were able to trace it to other people that had HIV. So I don't, I mean, oh, you I don't want to give too much credit. Like, they could create 
AIDS in one's body in a half an hour, but no, with ionizing, you, it is because if they took out, because I believe AIDS is a backwards uh, um, labeled disease. It's if you have a certain immune um, entity, or if you've built up a resistance to a certain, like the HIV virus or something, uh, then they call it AIDS or something. In other words, they label the whole thing backwards. It's not from the presence of healthy. Most diseases are not the presence of healthy cells, which that's what the marker is for AIDS or or HIV. I don't know. It's weird. If you study the AIDS thing, it's really a curse, you know, and you can get it just by running around the block, and you can get tested for AIDS, and once your T cells go down, then uh, they you can be pronounced have AIDS, and then 20 minutes later your T cells go back up and, and you're normal again. I mean, that's how crazy you can get labeled for you know for in that for that disease. But you know, there's some powerful and the disease the whole disease process has been uh, you know miss you know it's been see they. They they and they did it with polio too because polio got started when above ground testing was really taking off and uh, and uh, you know the radiation plumes were you know they were going up thousands of feet eighteen thousand feet and I don't know what that Alamogordo test how high that went but that that particulate radiation just keeps traveling around the earth and you know and then. Just, I think with seven pounds of plutonium, it could kill, you know, like seven billion people. You know, it's that powerful, you know, if, it, if a particle lodges in your lungs. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really devastating. Yeah, but one thing I need, you know, one thing that needs to be exposed is these uh, forceful perpetrators attempts at uh, murdering uh, innocent individuals, including our group members, uh, all of us, with uh, this technology, this remote neuromonitoring technology, and, and causing it to appear as natural causes, etc. You know, a heart attack, a stroke, an aneurysm, fast-acting cancer, leukemia, etc. That needs to be exposed. That should be at our point, at this point in time, that should be uh, our number one priority in exposing these son of a Well, if you don't carry a meter and meter your pathway, because that's how it's done here on this block, they they have devices and they'll Sometimes they'll have two devices on the block, but usually usually they don't have any. But it's intermittent, and they'll bring them in, and then you'll get that burn, and there's seven or eight people. You know, I've monitored one, two, three, four, five, five different homes here. So they can give you, you know, they hit you with the ELF wave because they don't trust them with ionizing, but they use ELF. And uh, if you don't have a meter, you'd never figure it out. Very clever. And then they use the roll, you know, rolling uh, vehicles to uh, burn you in the parking lot. So, 
You know, it's well orchestrated. Absolutely, yeah. And then they always use poisons, and that's the heart of it, and that's about it. I And uh, the poisons are done by people that if they get caught, they'll look like they're in the background, you know, and they're supposed to be where they are. It's a simple system, but you can't defeat it, you know, and it's been going on for thousands of years. It's just they got these ALF boxes, that, and that's going on all over the world. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, and you see it with the whales and, and dolphins, and nobody nobody wants to say anything because these guys are, like they say, they can deploy these weapons anywhere you are. And if you're dependent, if you don't have hundreds of employees like uh, um, Trump, you know, Trump has thousands of employees and he's, you know, in the mid-city and he, he can protect himself a little, but it looks like his hands have been shrunk down and stuff. You know, he even he gets attacked, I'm sure, because if they mount a uh, or put a corrupt employee in a Key place. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Because there's probably different factions, you know, that do. See, the mercenaries, long as they don't affect their immediate family, or, you know, they pro- if a merc- one of these mercenaries that do the setups, they can, they can get rid of their ex wives and all that. And that's, that's what I've heard. You know, if you. You know, going to Chuck Langrams about the the stalker and stuff. They'll go after their uh, exes, you know. Right. But they're mercenaries, you know. They're kept on a on a short leash, and uh, they have to participate. Exactly. Yep. I think, from my purpose, it appears you got the the mercenary, the surveillance role players in the background, and I think they do a lot of this. They do a lot of the coordination of of the street perps. But even even, a lot of them are dependent on on. Methamphetamine. If if they don't get their meth and stuff, they could go into tremors and. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you got the one thing. You got like five million Americans that are on, you know, under correctional control, outside of jails and prisons, on you know, on parole and probation, and then you have the people that that aren't on parole and probation, but because of their their time in whatever jail or prison, it's hard to make an honest living. So then this becomes, right. you know, they might, they might go from probation to, to a better job within the pyramid. Well, yeah, I know, but yeah, guys, but, but again, there's been so many of my personal perpetrators that have, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> if you ask me, I mean, just by, uh, a typical glance at them, a typical look at them, they appear to be uh, your average meth head, you know, your, aff- your average needle junkie, et cetera. 
But yeah, and they go in and out of uh, jails because they they do you know they they get caught doing you know stealing and whatever. But they come in, you know, they'll go in and do fifty thousand dollars of damage in a house, and uh, just for twenty dollars of copper and stuff, ripping out. Uh, but yeah, my house got poisoned this way. You know, there's, you know, if I was to repair all the stuff here, it'd be you know probably a you know, well over a hundred thousand dollars just from you know allowing you know the last poisoner in here. So you can't really see it unless you you got to do tests. You know, you can you can see that you know they have a lot of st- you know they're not just coming in with suitcase, but they're attached to you know it's like for they're ready for anything and take any order from their handler. You know. But those are exceptional. It's usually uh, just your, you know, these uh, they're moving them around in these empty homes and and uh, setting them up with these pulse guns and exactly, yeah, sidewalk blasters and because the ones that do the uh, I, I've only seen very one real poor car. No, maybe a couple that burn, but yeah, there some of them have old cars, but they got money. I mean. That burn, you know, when I when I started checking out the parking lots and when they're, cause I was getting hit hard where I didn't know if I, you know, yeah. I'm under the shower for hours and hours all day back and forth because it, it that stuff that stuff causes suicide, you know, it's 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 horrendous. Murder side, yeah, it's what we like to call it murder side, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the insiders, the insiders, or something, you know, and how these groups were run, and it was it was started, you know, by the uh, control, you know, they, you know, because the the poisons are very effective, you you know, they're invisible, you know, practically, you know, you can't really see what's going on. It it, it can make a wet spot, but if it's on upholstery, and you you never see it. Especially the new fabrics and, well, I'm talking about last 40, you know, or nylon fabric. You, you'll never see uh, the poison on that, you know, or on a rug. Never see it. Well, so what I'm talking about, you know, it's not funny. There's nothing it funny it, about it. There's nothing funny about it, but, uh, you know. They're murdering millions and millions, and it's a horrible right. death. It's a horrible death. But yeah, yeah they, they Hollywood really, you know, um, glamorizes the assassin, you know, well, and then it's all they have to have is somebody flash a badge and say, "Oh, he's a child molester, this and that." So that's that's generally how it's done, you know. And then the person goes along with it, and they don't they don't really understand, and then they get somebody to say something about somebody else, and then they kill that guy because he's talking. Yeah, so-and-so told me to do that. You know, it just goes on and on. I've seen with a lot of the people that were moved in, that they called the full-time gang stalkers, I think they were fairly new because they would start with, um, with vehicles that were, um, like someone had to make an effort 
to make this vehicle so so just um, screwed up, just all dented up and different plates and different colors and rusting out. And I live in a like sort of like smack dab in the middle of middle class, you know. So they stood out, but as they as they did more gang stalking of me and then others because they were work, you know they work in shifts at least from what I can see and so um, then they move up and they get they I, I think that's one of the biggest toys they get are the are the vehicles so they you know they move up from a complete beater to a, a Porsche Cayenne in maybe four or five years depending on. Now, this is just theory, depending on what they're willing to do. Front, you know, front company uh, cars and the like, you know, and if if they do have a label and you call them, I, I know one I called, and uh, the the one one of these front companies, the Summit uh, Tool Rental, the the number is no good. You don't get anything. You call the number and there's nobody there. It's just a front vehicle, it looks like. But you get two or three of the same vehicles sometimes. And uh, in the beginning, yeah, I, was, I, was, I called the company once when I was in Colorado um, because uh, I kept seeing the same guy around the complex when I go walking early in the morning, and he would drive around and try to hide his face so oh um, yeah they hide their faces they run right they don't want to be yeah now i see they don't even they don't even come in the day they just come to sleep in their house at night and they've been here for you know decade you know decade or two one two decades but yeah they they it's a military you can see it's very very organized Some, the handlers you know the people that are high up yeah, that's who I suspect. They're not all, but I, I think a lot of the, the private intelligence contractors, the surveillance role players, or, you know, in private intelligence, private defense. Because what else are the surveillance role players doing? I mean, they're hiring tens of thousands of them. And, of course, some of them do participate in military and law enforcement drills, play the enemy or they play the the you know the, the yeah pro- they have to have their gunmen going and stuff yeah that yeah but but um i was following the hiring of surveillance role players really carefully and then they the name was changed for the most part to cultural role player um but I imagine a lot of like former military get into it initially because they're. This is another thing that I is my suspicion because I saw it on. Um, it was you know, I got to have a, a few different sources to be you know to to have a theory, but I I suspect the jargon that's used or maybe was used maybe they changed it. Um, but they 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 don't say like you know we're hiring people to stalk people, but um, 
this the state data fusion spokesperson for, uh, in Colorado when uh, Jesse Ventura was interviewing him said that um, the data fusion centers track trends and then Ventura said well people and he said well they can be so they tr you know trends can be people and then I I saw a video of this guy in Louisiana um, calls himself street preacher and he's he's big into like the old sort of fear God repent Christianity so I, you know I don't believe in his message but I'd fight for his right to to you know you know exercise that message but he caught someone in a grocery store he pressed him initially he just said hey, here's a perp here's a perp how long you been a perp and the guy's saying nah man I don't know what you're talking about nah man I don't know. you know it keeps brushing him off and then the guy finally says ever since I got out of the military <laughs> and it catches uh -huh. it catches street preacher off you know so he's like well you know, because he didn't expect someone to just actually come out and say it. You know, like ever since. Oh, you mean he was posing as a preacher? Oh well, no. He, I mean, he he calls himself street preacher, oh, but I he see. Right. he dresses uh, like a normal guy. He lives down right. where he's. Oh, to see what's going on on the street, so he has an excuse to be there and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. I no, he he seems like like a genuine T.I but probably got put on the list because he's he's running around with a bullhorn talking about you know people need to repent or they're going to burn in hell um oh right huh but but it's just sort of like an old school christianity you know um colonial days uh the sinners in the hand of an angry god but so he got this guy to, to to say, ever since I was in the military, and, and and the guy's not street preacher's not completely ready for that. So he's just like, oh wow, oh so you're like a you know a robot, a Satan, you know you need to repent, accept Jesus, and the the guy who most likely is a gang stalker is just like, nah man, you don't you don't understand. And then he. Um, Several minutes later, he runs like he runs back into him in the same store, and he gets the guy to admit, you know, what uh -huh. he's. And the guy says, "Well, you know, it's a job." And street preacher says, "Well, you know, they're going to turn on you. They're they're going to turn on you." And uh, he says, "They already did, man. They already did." And then Joe says, "Well, you." Is, yeah, street preacher's name is Joe. So, street preacher's pushing him a little bit more, and um, the guy says, "Well, you know, if it did, you know, come down that way, it wouldn't be the first time I spent time in jail." And then he says, "At least here in the U.S." And so he was admitting a lot of different shit, like he spent time in jail overseas. Someone someone set him up for something, and then 
street preacher says, but what you're doing is illegal. And the guy says, not in a public place. But he's misinformed because it is it is actually, it's, you know, textbook stalking to follow someone even in a public place. But then the guy says, yep, tracking trends. I'm tracking trends. And so I, I suspect that's industry jargon for gang stalking, watching and tracking trends. All right, so they need to know where to put the weapons. And see, if they know their trail, their track, uh, somebody's individual tracks, they can set up various devices in their path and burn them here, burn them there. Because something in the subconscious you know when you're, you've been exposed. And, but you don't realize because it's a full takeover of the body, and and so that that even on this block when they set the weapons up, it's it's uh, intermittent. You know they'll they'll burn for a month and then they'll pull their device and stop. Sometimes for a year or two before they put the weapon back in the same place. But it seems the houses that do it they never stop. But you could do that anywhere if the guy goes to. Sears Plaza or something, and it for it for both the 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 uh, perpetrator and the, or the uh, hand, you know, they want to be familiarize the burners, you know, the the people that um, burn to, but they don't want that. They want to rotate so you don't take the license plate, you know, if somebody does happen to have a meter or something, but. Um, you know, yeah, all the guys that like the full timers that that moved in here, they all kept the temporary paper license plates for oh, uh, huh. as long as as two years, and they were clearly illegible, and it was something that I did point out to the police several times, and it never changed. So it's just. One of many reasons why I know the police, at the very best, are complicit. Um, yeah, turn the other, turn their heads away, not wanting to, letting them go. Um, I mean, I had, I, I've had a couple. You know, I had one initially when um, one guy actually, it was slight, but it was repeated, just running up behind me and rubbing up against my shoulder and stepping in front of me type of thing. Yeah. So I eventually got pissed off, but I didn't touch the guy. I just yelled at him, tried to figure out what the fuck he was doing. Um, uh, but, yeah, they can control somebody real easy with this stuff. I, the perps, I'm sure, are just totally controlled. And that's how well, you get them addicted to is like drugs, a, is, is, is to burn them and... and uh, you got to have relief to stop the the that deep burning into the core of the nerves, lymph system, and all that. It it uh, really plays havoc with the lymph. You got to have a drink. You got to have, you know, whatever you you know, especially alcohol. You have to drink it. It won't. Well, this guy was more like a former military. That's a you know surveillance role player. I think I suspect his whole role, his whole job, was to probably fly around and 
he's one of the few people that gets a hand on hands-on directive because when I simply confronted him what he was doing he ran into the mode where he was running around screaming that I had attacked him uh. but the police when the police showed up they were initially like before someone told them the way they needed to be they were initially saying to me like this got none of this makes any sense he said he was here visiting people but he couldn't give a you know a local address so they knew he was full of shit um but after they spent a significant amount of time talking to someone near their cars and away from me then they flipped it on you right well they yeah, yeah they you get, yeah cuz you were the tar- main target and they had and they they control the police yeah yeah to an extent yeah i mean the narrative ultimately was well you know um no harm done because yeah. no one actually, you know, you didn't put your hands on him and he's claiming he didn't brush up against you. And so, but I could see the cops were just, just lying through their teeth and very uncomfortable. And at first one of them was trying to be an actual, you know, he was trying to be what he thought he would be when he took the oath with possibly some sincerity. Um, so it's interesting. Right. Oh, but my just so you guys know, my phone may I I'm on I got a like uh a landline but they're still battery, you know, cordless, so it, if I drop off quick. But it's providing so much lucre, you know, for everybody, you know, this to keep it, it pays for them to keep it under under wraps so it doesn't get out and uh because everybody's been you know these state state and these big well it's corporate it's corporate fascism you know it's a corporate control of the state state is a corporation basically yeah well in in corporations with that united was a citizen or considered people Yeah, they, the 14th, 14th Amendment of citizens. They, yeah, they took, you know, to, after Lincoln's assassination, they just kept the Civil War going, basically. And, and then anything goes in a war. That's why, you know, they built the defense contractors are so... You know, you get so many big contracts, and that's just the above. You know, that's just stuff on paper, but there's contracts that aren't on paper, I guess, that aren't trackable. And then there's ways to hide the money with, you know, overcharging things and move. you know. Kind yeah, of I was tough. just, it, I was looking at, a, I, I put this somewhere, I think I put it in the chat earlier, it was just the, uh, the Federal Contractor Misconduct Database. Lockheed had 44,000 million. It's still... Yeah, it's $45 billion a year, isn't it? They're getting from the feds on, on the open. Yeah, well, 40, yeah, 44,000. 
44,000 employees? 43, no, actually, 43, yeah, 43 million, 300, okay. I was reading that wrong, 43 million. No, no, their contract is over 40 billion a year. That's the main defense contractor. They're the ones that build the fancy planes and stuff, and, you know, these $50 million jets. And it adds up fast, I guess. And they're probably building, you know, stuff for ships. and But they also do those stoplight stuff and, and all the skunk works. That's where all this... It came out at Lockheed, these uh, energy devices, you know, these elf wave boxes. Yeah, so it's forty three it's forty four thousand point four million. Yeah, which is forty four billion. Right. Thousand million is billion. Three more zeros on the end of a million is a billion. Uh, no, I guess it. I guess it's it, no. It's only it's so it's forty three, forty three million, forty four. I put it. Yeah, uh, they just they they cut off the the last figure. Yeah, so 40, 43, 44 million. That was their agreement. So for clarification, yeah, it, it's the way that they were u- using the decimal point that was, so I didn't make any sense. So yeah, it's it's essentially rounded off as forty-four billion, like you were saying. They've had seven hundred and sixty-seven million dollars in penalties. Just in penalties. I'll turn come on the ale on the end of it, it's Michelle. Good morning. Who's been paying penalties? Uh Lockheed. Oh gotcha. Thank you. Lockheed Martin. Yeah, I'll put this 
for stealing or for going over contra- over budget or something on items. Gotcha. I don't know if you can, if you're able to see the the chat. I'm kind of logging right now. They're the ones that they were get, putting those stoplight, you know, those cameras, and and they were get out of a four hundred dollar ticket, they'd get a hundred dollars. They get like twenty or thirty percent of the the uh, fine that the municipalities were. Wow. You know, and uh, but I don't. I think a lot of those stop those cameras got taken down because they got. Uh, Defeated in court. Somehow, I'm not sure, but it doesn't say. Because there has to be a victim and a and a prosecutor. And there's no who's the prosecutor. <laughs> it's behind the light. I mean, you can get, but I, I don't. 